Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go. I feel the icy breath of death upon my neck. the ground on which you stand. Wendy! I'm the floor is quicker than the sand. She still doesn't understand what you're dealing with, do you? I'm learning. Perfect. There goes. They're under the ground! They're under the ground! The species were fundamentally insane. Can I speak to Annabelle? One, two of us in a room with big sides and start dreaming up reasons to kill one another. I'm sorry? I've often heard about the power of positive thinking. There's something very optimistic in the view that you can make change just in the belief that you can. I'd say actions have more effect than thought, but I've always been far more of a realist than an optimist. Having said all that, there's something to be said about the power of a story, which is just thought put to words. And in our modern times, urban legends and cryptids from Candyman, Bloody Mary, Bigfoot, Mothman, they're all stories, but it's the belief in them that makes them scary. Hello, Eve, and welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror. What's something you believed you could make real just by thinking hard enough? This is really hard to actually <laughs> think about, but honestly, I have nothing. I don't <laughs> I don't have anything, because I'm very... Again, like you said before, actually, I'm very logical and I'm very realistic, so I don't... I don't... You and me both. We're yeah. both... People say they're like, oh, you're such a pessimist. I'm like, no, I, I, I'm a realist. <laughs> yeah, like, I just think about logical things right yeah. now. Yeah. People are just like, oh, you know, this, this great thing will happen to you. And like, realistically, <laughs> it probably won't. Exactly. And people are like, oh, you're so <laughs> negative. That's so, like, it's so bad to think about, actually, how negative we are. But also, like, you are, you need to think about the bad things, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean? Otherwise, you don't want to just live in this sort of haze of positive thinking. You don't yeah, wanna... exactly. Like fairy tale world. Yeah. So, yeah. Come on, people. Be more negative. <laughs> we're the worst. <laughs> we're, the, we're the worst kind of people. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, my thing is very stupid. I remember when I was little, um, X-Men was a big thing. Yeah, okay. Sorry, this is going to be good. No. <laughs> You're like, Luke. I would, like, uh, in class when I was bored, yeah. I would, like, sit and stare at, like, my pencil on the desk. <gasps> I love this. And see no, if I, I can move that. it with my mind. No, I love that. No, I think <laughs> Because I was cool. convinced I was an X-Men and I just hadn't realised my oh, power I yet. I love it. No, I love it. Honestly, that's That's really how good. fucking nerdy I am. <laughs> I think that's cool, though. Like, like in Matrix as well. How they had a spoon, that kid had the oh, spoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could build a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I Fair enough. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. But also, why would you want, like... Why spoon? Why spoon? Because that's like the psychic thing, isn't it? Like, if yeah. Because in Pokemon, like, the psychic Pokemon have those little spoons as well. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen, sorry, I've never seen that. Was it Kadabra and Alakazam have little bent spoons that, that they hold? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Oh, I love it's that. Abracadabra and Alakazam. 
And the two later ones have like little bent spoons because they're psychic. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> so cute, right? That's kind of cool. I love that. <laughs> We're talking about the power of thought. Yeah. Um, this week it was both my and Eve's first time watching 2020's The Empty Man. Hey, wait. We gotta try it. Try what? Calling the empty man. Who's the empty man? If you're on a bridge and you find a bottle and blow into it and you think about the empty man. Oh, come on, Mandy. How old are you? Tell him the rest. On the first night, you hear him. And on the second night, you see him. And on the third night? Well, on the third night, he finds you. Squirming his way into your thoughts. Like a disease. <laughs> and his message is contagious. He has a moment of like, mm-hmm. we sure did. <laughs> okay, so we open on a mountainside, the Ura Valley in Bhutan in 1995. A group of hikers make uh, make their way through while a sort of, what's that Himalayan vocal thing? Uh... Yes. Throat warbling? Yes. Is that what it's called? It's also weird, but yes. I think yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah. We've got some... It's a, it, it's a beautiful sound. Yeah. But it's definitely creepy when you put it into this sort of yeah. aspect. When you when you sat there going, I'm watching a horror movie, yeah. and then it comes on going... Yeah. It sounds like a frog... Like, it's weird. A frog, like a frog sound. But yes. It's kind of like mesmerizing frogs. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. sat there just like... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh. it's, it's oddly peaceful and creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess kind of fits the the setting because we're in we're, we're in Bhutan like yeah. with like monks and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, so just gonna let you know now. Sorry, I'm very aware that I say yes a lot, so I apologise. Oh, no. <laughs> like a lot. Yes. Like yes. I do. I go uh huh yeah yeah yeah. And I'm like fuck. <laughs> uh, we see a truck of Tibetan monks pass by, and the hikers continue on. They spin prayer wheels. I was very proud of myself for knowing what they were. Those things that they they yeah moved? yeah yeah those little yeah those little things with um, the writing on yes yeah they're prayer wheels yeah which is great. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> Before they come to the most rickety chain bridge I've ever seen, I actually thought that was cool though. I really liked I that. thought it was awesome, yeah. but at the same time, I was like. I'm not oh, going near that. Bells, though. I'm it like, did. must be fine if it had bells. Like, people would have been like, let's put like bells. Like that bridge in, was it France or whatever like that, where they put little yeah, padlocks? Put, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it it's must like be like that, fine. but with bells. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of nice. But it reminded me of like, you know, in the in like playgrounds when you were a kid and stuff like that. Did you ever have the little chain bridges? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It reminded me of that. That's Except, cool. you know, there's like a 400 Scariness. foot drop below yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the bridge is like, we get a shot looking down as well to show you like how far down it is. And yeah. it's made, the bridge is made of like, um, just wooden planks and yeah. chicken wire. 
Is it chicken wire? It looked like chicken wire. Okay, it, we'll go with it. It might be like chain link yeah. or something like that, but it looked thin. Yeah, it did look thin. And I was like, mmm. I think I need <laughs> this is so bad. The only thing I thought about was bells whilst they were walking over it. And I was like, this is kind of nice. <laughs> You're just like, ding a ling a ling a ling But also, it's like misty as shit, foggy as fuck, and it's just like, it's creepy as crap. But like, yeah, all with, I with the throat warbling yeah. all the time in the background. <laughs> and all I thought was bells. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. <laughs> Uh, we get title card. It just says day one. Yes. They stop to take in the view of the valley, which is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. This is what made me want to go there, to be honest. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, man, I would wish I could do that. I'm not much of a traveler, but yeah, yeah that would, yeah. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> Beautiful view. Um, but in the background, we can sort of see that a storm is starting to roll in. Yes. We can see some gray clouds and like a little clap of thunder in the background. Uh, and one of them hears what sounds like a whistle. Very, very, like, dim whistle. Yeah, yeah. it's very faint. Yes. Um, and the other people can't seem to hear it. Yeah, just one just one person. Just one person, which is Paul. Yeah. This is our character, Paul. I, I had to look up some of their names. One of them, I still don't know who their name <laughs> Thank is. Thank you, yeah. No, that was... This, that is, was this is Paul, yep. and he hears the whistle, so he follows the sound. The others stay back, and then as the man is sort of following it, sort of not paying attention, <laughs> he falls down into a crevice. Yeah. Just it's scary, by the way. Yeah. Like, they're, just, they're way up top, and all you see is this guy just fall, and you're like, oh. And there was, like, no music to it either. It just kind of happened. Yeah, there was no, like, music sting or anything yeah. like that. He just sort of went, Bloop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh. You're like, where do you go? <laughs> um, yeah, this crevasse is huge. Yeah. It's like a, a good 30-foot drop. Yeah. The group fastens some ropes around a rock nearby, and one of their friends, I think his name's Greg. It might be Greg. I think it's Greg. Greg. Um, sort of makes his way down, he ties himself to the rope and sort of abseils down mm-hmm. to try and find Paul. Mm-hmm. He reaches the cave below and the area's coated with like crickets? Was it crickets or ants or some kind of insect? Very tiny insect yeah. because like you can see it all on the rocks. The rocks kind of look like they're moving because yeah. there's so many of these little bugs on it. Yeah. Uh, he finds his friend slightly further in, yeah. just sat cro- cross legged staring at a wall. Yeah. Always a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Great. Like nothing, like and kind of like his mouth a little bit open, but like not like he looks like in shock. Yeah, his eyes are a bit wide, yeah. and his mouth is slightly open, and he's just frozen there. It's very cool. Like, yeah, I liked that, especially after a thirty foot drop. Yes, because you're like she you should just thought, be at the bottom, broken. Exactly, you should like you should have a broken leg, broken arm, something. But you were just like calm, collective, but also creepy, and just sitting there, just sat like in a monk, yeah, cross legged yeah. position, staring at a wall, yeah. Oh, oh, it's very <laughs> creepy. I really like this opening vignette. Yeah, same. I really, really like it. This is my it. favorite part, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he calls out to his friend and he's sort of unresponsive. Mm-hmm. So he takes a look at what his friend Paul is staring at. Yeah. And it's some sort of deformed skeletal scru- uh, sculpture or something. Yeah, but like a bigger version of a, like a skeleton. Yeah, it's bigger than yeah. human. Yeah. It's too big. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out whether it was like... Um, you know, carved into stone, That's or whether I it was made well. of bones. Yeah, I thought that it was carved into stone, but then again, when drips of water kept like hitting the skull, I was like, "Is, like, is that actually bone?" Yeah, exactly, because it's made of like several skeletons. It's yeah. not a skeleton. It's yeah. like several sort of fused yeah. together. It's yeah. very odd. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The man. Um. Sorry. Greg makes his way over to sort of check this out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's much larger, larger than a regular person because he comes like nose to nose with it. Yeah. And the head is like 
massive, like yeah. that's the size of his face. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that's oh, well, that's I, weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is never explained in the movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I would never. like to know what this yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I have a theory of what it was, but then it doesn't explain why it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> Also, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah and it's also made of several bodies grafted together. You can yeah. see there's too many pairs of arms. Yeah. There's like an extra skull somewhere. Yeah. Um, the man goes back to Paul, yeah. who is sort of whispering something. Yes, but very, like, so slightly. So faintly so that faint. you can't yeah. hear it. Yeah. And I love this because it's... I've watched movies before where they're doing whispering yeah. and you're supposed to be able to tell what they're saying. Yeah. This, you're not meant to. At all. And like, I like lips that. Lips didn't move at all and I was like, yeah. whoa. And it's just... Yeah. And you're like, what? We're all going to die? <laughs> Get closer. What? What? <laughs> what was that? But he does sort of say one thing loud enough that um, that Greg can hear yeah. and it's, uh, if he touches him, yep. he'll die. That's fucking insane. I, I honestly, it. this is my favorite kind of bit of the movie because I was like, yes. "This is cool." I like yeah, because if you touch me, you'll die. Yeah. And and Greg sort of backs off a little and yeah. he's just like, I, um, "I don't know if you're um, kidding. Like, I don't know if you're yeah, serious." Yeah, because his friend, they've sort of established that the friend, their friend is kind of a joker. Yeah, but at this point, he's like. He, he, like he looks like he's in shock yeah. and he's terrified yeah. and then he just tells you like if you touch me you'll die yeah awesome and he will not stop staring at that skeleton yes just constantly yeah. um, his friend sort of like shakes the fear away from himself and grabs hold of Paul yeah. to take him away like come on and at go. that second Paul very slowly closes his eyes and just cries and just cries oh. and it feels like an oh no yeah like what have you done yeah Oh, love it. That was good. Um, the man starts, so, sorry, Paul starts hyperventilating and yeah. crying. Yeah. Um, and Greg tries to call to him. Mm-hmm. And Paul basically goes catatonic. Yes. He's now unresponsive. Yep. Doesn't say anything, doesn't do anything. Isn't his eyes closed? Yes. Yeah. He cries for a couple of seconds and then nothing. Yeah. He just stops. stops. And and his um and Greg has to drag him back to the entrance. Yeah. God knows how they got him back up. That's kind of what I thought. I was like, you would have had to tie him around the rope and then lift him up. But also the girls that were the, up, the, up Their up girlfriends top. up top had yeah. to heave Paul yeah, out. exactly. And also Greg, if you think about it. Yeah, probably because he wouldn't be able to get like a foothold yeah. to be able to like yeah. climb back up. Yeah. Exactly. How Those girls are fucking stacked. I could do that. I could do that at all. If Cam was like, come pick me up, I'd be like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, Stay down there. Yeah. <laughs> You're there forever until I go and yeah. get a car. I'm sorry, we're in a horror movie. You're just going to have to die down there. I'll, <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> Did you find anything cursed down there? <laughs> no, no, you stay God. down there. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. You're yeah. good. <laughs> So the the group does manage to get them back out, yeah. and they make their way back down the trail. We basically get a reversal of their journey that we've watched through the opening. Yeah. Paul being carried by Greg the entire time because he's catatonic. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the girls splits off um, from the group and spots a house nearby. Yes. Just down a little valley, there's a little um, cabin or cottage or yeah. something like that. So the group goes to the house calling for help. They break break in as it's completely empty. They undress Paul because they think he's been stung by something possibly, yeah. like a poisonous spider, scorpion, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And maybe that's what's caused him to go catatonic. Yeah. Um, Paul's girlfriend, who I think right, I wrote her name later. I was going to say, I don't even know her name. I had to Google it. Ruthie. Oh, there we go. <laughs> It's the other girl whose name I don't know. Oh, okay. I just don't know what her name is. <laughs> okay. I don't think they ever said it. Okay, there we go. We'll yeah. 
So Ruthie finds something in Paul's hand while they're undressing him. Yes. And the other girl has gone to collect some water and sees that the storm is, like, right above them. Yes. It's about to hit. <laughs> Paul is now completely unresponsive. Yes. Eyes closed. That, that was when his eyes closed. And I like, just didn't say anything, don't do anything. We're like, oh, yeah, I think his eyes are, are closed, yeah. yeah. And they're just trying to wake him up. Yeah. And nothing. Yeah. The, the girl who got the water arrives back. Oh, and yeah, that's right. Um, Greg notices the cuts on Paul's wrists. I didn't. Was that obvious? I don't remember that. It's it's a sort of a throwaway thing. Right. Because he like turns over and sees that there's like, obviously they, they know that at some point he's been self-harming. Yeah. But it looks like there's fresher cuts there or something right. like that. Okay. And, he, and he asks Ruthie, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, has he been self-harming or anything like that? Yeah. And Ruthie says, no, he's he's been fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and this is when we get a very cool line from from Greg, who says, if it's if it's not his head, then it's in his head. Oh. Because they're talking part. about maybe he's got a concussion yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, there's no wounds on his head. Yeah. And Greg, Greg turns around and says, well, if it's not, if it's, yeah, if it's not his head, yeah. then it's in his head. Wow. Sort of. Not accusing, but saying, like, it might be... Um, Something else. Psychological. Yes. Like, which happens. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ruthie, Paul's girlfriend, says that they should head to a hospital. <laughs> Ruthie, my dear. Like, super panicky, and you're like, you're in the middle of nowhere, Ruthie. Like, yeah. literally nowhere. I'm like, Ruthie, my dear, we are three quarters of the way up a mountain. <laughs> How many hospitals do you think are up here? How many cars do you think are coming past? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but they hiked in, and the only way to get back is to carry Paul back down again, which yeah. they can't do in the storm. Yeah. That night, it starts snowing, so it's a snowstorm. Yeah. They're going to be blizzarded in. Yes, blizzarded. <laughs> we'll go with it. Blizzarded in. <laughs> They're going to be blizzarded in. Um, Ruthie looks at the item she found in Paul's hand. It's some sort of whistle or flute pipe. Yeah, yeah, like a pan, not a pan pipe because it doesn't have multiple. Yeah, it's just a single one. Yeah. She blows into it. Yes, and it sounds like blowing into an empty bottle. Yes, beautiful. I loved that. I love. I, I, it. I really I like that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's cool. I love the like urban legend stuff. Yeah, same. Um. Yeah, she she takes a quick look at Paul before just to make sure he's okay before she uh, eventually falls asleep as well. Yes. When she when she wakes up, she can hear someone walking around. Yes, she checks. Yeah. Um, sort of half heartedly, I guess. Yeah, because... it was just like she went into one room and then just closed it and then went back to sleep again. Yeah, like, she she walked room. in, checked on her friends. Her friends were asleep yeah. and then just went back to bed. And yeah. I was like, "There's a whole cabin here, mate." Yeah, and this is like <laughs> somebody was walking around. Yeah. If both of your friends are asleep, who was it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and she's yeah. just like, no, I'll go back to bed. Yeah, it's fine. I'll just be murdered in my sleep. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Title card, day two. Yeah. I love these. Yeah. We have, I love countdowns yeah, in movies same. when you're like, oh, oh, how many days yeah. before shit Something like really hits, hits the fan? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the group eats. Um, and the, the couple, this is um, Greg and his girlfriend. Leave basically to see if they can find some help. Yeah. And they leave Ruthie to watch Paul. Mm-hmm. Ruthie checks the wet clothes. They're sort of hung up. Yep. Um, but sees a figure outside, sort of a, yes. just a black image. And, you know, it's snowing quite heavily now. Exactly. So it's, it's quite, it's not like it's faint, but you can, you know, it's kind of a, a figure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she runs out because she's like, oh my God, help. Yeah. You know, if we can, yeah, we can get some help. Yeah. Um, she wanders into the blizzard, uh, into the blizzard. 
asking the dark figure for help. Yes. She's like, help, please, please, we've got an injured man. And they just sort of stand there. Yeah. She slowly walks towards them yeah. as much as she can, yeah. but she stops when she can see it more clearly, and it just looks like a black cloaked figure. Yeah. It looks like death. Yeah. It looks like a reaper or yep. something like that. Yeah. And as she starts to back away, like she steps one foot back, it steps one foot forward. Which I really liked because you could hear the footsteps more than more than the blizzard. You could hear the footsteps. Yes, I loved that, that crunch of yeah. snow. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> damn, I loved it. And then you hear from the other side. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, oh, it stepped I've forward. I've made the wrong choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a friend. Not a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, eventually she just turns around and runs and as she starts running it starts running yeah. and she locks herself in the cabin yeah. she arms herself with a knife good girl yeah <laughs> exactly something you need something we love a person in a horror a movie stick. who grabs like, a weapon I don't care bring something yeah. grab the frying pan yeah. grab a pot <laughs> do I don't something. care yeah. <laughs> uh, suddenly the knocking at the door turns into her friend's yelling at her to unlock the door and let them in. Yes. And I was like, is this a trick? Is are they is she seeing something that she's yeah. not meant to be seeing? Or, or is is the is the black sort of supernatural figure, is it able to like imitate voices and exactly. stuff like that? Yeah. Is it just but she opens the door and it's her friends. Yeah. They they come inside and they they reveal that they couldn't make it down the pass because of the blizzard. Even without carrying Paul, they couldn't make it down. Right. But also wouldn't you have thought before leaving the cabin you would look outside and go, there's a blizzard. And it's very, very, like... Severe. Severe. So when you just thought, let's just not go out today. You know? Like, and you would just think let's that. Let's call it you? a snow day. Let's call it a snow day. Just sit in the cabin, drink some tea, we're fine. Let's play Scrabble yeah. by the fireplace. Have a good day. Ball's catatonic, he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> we just sort of have to pour some water in his mouth every now and again, yeah. and he'll be fine. He'll be fine, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ruthie explains that something was after her. Um, and they sort of blow it off. They're like, no, Ruthie, you're crazy. Yeah. What do you want about? <laughs> yeah, what do you want about, Ruthie? <laughs> that night, Ruthie is sleeping. Yes. We get this beautiful shot. The camera's on its side. Uh, close up of Ruthie's face as yes. she's sleeping. And you can just sort of hear this sort of <laughs> noise. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if that picked up. <laughs> sort of <laughs> this very light lip smacking but yeah. it's got purpose so yeah. it's, it sounds like it could be words if you engaged your vocals yes yeah but it's not it's not yeah so it sort of sounds like this weird dripping noise yeah and i was like oh leak in the cabin yeah. or something like that yeah. but then the, the the camera starts to zoom out yeah and we see paul hunched this above I her fucking loved this was Gorgeous. I know, I loved it. it this so shot good. Yeah. with this that was cool. with this um reveal. Yeah. Awesome. Fucking creepy. Yeah, and it was creepy, but that's why I love it. Because he's been it. catatonic yeah. for so long. All you see is him just like kind of looking. He's leaning over her, eyes wide, yeah. whispering yeah. something in her ear. But so it's not creepy. even a whisper because he's not engaging yeah. his vocal cords. Yeah. It's just the lips yeah. moving. Which is awesome. Oh, that's it's, my favorite part. I loved it. Yeah. It's so so good. Yeah. But we cut to the next morning as she wakes. It's like it's like the thing where you hear something and wake up, but yeah. she wakes up and it's the morning. Yeah. Um, and Paul is gone. Yes. Oh, there's wherever he was. From catatonic bed, yeah. bed sleepy times. Yeah. Sleepy times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I'm going with it. He was, he was having sleepy exactly. times. The sleepy times just took a long time. Exactly. Um, Paul's jacket is gone. Yeah. And there's also a trail of footprints leading out, out from the front door of the cabin in the snow. Yes. Off into the trail further up the mountain. Yeah. Shit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we get title card. 
day three. And I love it because I was just like, oh, <laughs> so exciting. this is so good. This is so good. <laughs> yeah, I love this part. This is good. Um, the, group, the group of three follow the footprints up the mountain. Yeah. And they find Paul at the start of the chain bridge. Yeah. He's sat cross-legged again, exactly. like the monks. Yeah. And he's blowing into the little flute. Yes. That, that little pipe thing. That little that, pipe yeah. thing that, um, that Ruthie found. Yeah. He's just every now and again going. Yeah. That was it's cool. very creepy. <laughs> um, Greg has had enough of Paul's BS. Fair enough. He goes on a full-on <laughs> spiel about you know. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> yeah, he's just like you know what? He's always been an attention-seeking whore. Yeah. And now, oh my god, I'm like, oh man. I'm like, love it. dude, calm down a little bit. There's, there's clearly something wrong with him. I can. Un- <laughs> this isn't oh, like no. a call for attention. There's no. something very wrong yeah. with this man. Definitely. But yeah, he's had enough. Um, and his girlfriend tries to calm him down. She's like, Greg, it's I think fine. it's fine. I think we all <laughs> just need to take a breath. Just stop. There's clearly something happening here. Yeah, let's not escalate. Let's de-escalate. <laughs> I really like this yeah. girlfriend, and I wish I knew her name. Or Same. they said her name at any point. Yeah, I don't think they did. I don't did. think they did. Yeah. They say everyone else's name like once. What? Literally once in that whole. Once like, in that scene. whole like this this entire vignette thing takes about twenty minutes. Yeah, it's a long time. Actually. It's a long opening. Yeah. As as Paul breathes out again, mm. he starts whispering, and Ruthie suddenly sort of goes yeah. limp behind yeah. him we get the, again a beautiful shot the cinematography like, is yeah. very good yeah we get this shot of like straight on of paul sat down and you could just see um like shoulder down yeah. of ruthie behind him yeah and you just see her arms drop yeah which is cool. and that's it yeah and you're like oh what was Something's that happened with ruthie, yeah what's yeah. happening with ruthie and you're like oh it's because he was doing that whispering yeah. thing. what was that then? yeah exactly she suddenly pulls a knife from her dra- from her jacket yeah. and stabs Greg to death. Yes. And Just, everyone's a bit like, oh. I was like, I, what? Yeah. And then throws him off the cliff as well. Fucking love that shit. She man. stabs him like awesome. two or three times yeah. and then just grabs him by the jacket now that he's weak enough and yeah. just sort of leads him over the edge yeah. next to the bridge. And then just kind and of drops you just, him. And he just vanishes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> And then um, the, uh, Greg's girlfriend walks over and she just slits her throat oh, and pushes like, her. so good. It's this so, like, unfeeling yeah. and there's nothing to it. She's yeah. just like, needs to yeah. be done. Yeah, exactly. Then sort of does the same thing. And the look on the, the girlfriend's face yeah. as she's looking at Ruthie, yeah. she's like, how, what, Yeah. how could you? Yeah, exactly. And then she goes over the edge as well. Yeah. And you get this beautiful... You actually see her falling as well. I love that. I think that's kind of cool. Sort of into this mist yeah. as well. Yeah. And you're like, Shh, that's it. Shit, what's going They're on now? Yeah. Ruthie looks back at Paul and they look at one inch, one another and yeah. it's like this moment of communication or something but it, but there. Like, it was just like an eye stare. It, there, was like, yeah. there was no like whispering. It was just the eye communication. Just eyes. Yeah. They just locked eyes. Yeah. He gives the tiniest... I don't even know if it was meant to be. Yeah. It felt like a nod. Yeah. But I don't know if I was just seeing yeah, that. Yeah. And then she just backs off and, and throws herself off the cliff. Which is mad. <laughs> it's insane. It's so good. It's so, so good. That was good. And the scene ends by Paul just turning back to face front and blowing into the little flute again. Yeah. Title card, The Empty Man. Love it! Love it! What a it was, great was, opening. That was so good. That was probably one of my favourite openings on any kind of horror film. Yeah, and it took 20 minutes and I was yeah. like, that was the opening? Yeah, because exactly. Because when, when I downloaded, when I, when, I, when I started watching this movie, uh, it was like, 
oh my god it's two and a half hours long yeah oh my god yeah. I did not know this yeah neither because I saw it and I was like damn how am I gonna watch this like it's already <laughs> I know. midnight I was like this is gonna take so long to <laughs> yeah. make notes on yeah yeah exactly but, <laughs> but no, this, this opening vignette was 20 minutes good and I was like fucking great probably one of the best openings I've seen in a while yeah stuff. just phenomenal it yeah. gave you so much you were like but hang on a minute what was the whisper yeah what happened to Paul what's going on what's going on what, what was happens this? to the people down there like, yeah like, oh, it's very good. that was good yeah uh, we cut to Webster Mills Missouri in 2018 yes this is where most of our movie takes place now yes it does <laughs> kind of disappointing I, I yeah. kind of wished we'd stayed in the Himalayas yeah so did I I was kind of a bit like why why the sudden change of scenery yeah. to America yeah where it's, Which like, is always America. It's always America. Yeah. And we're like, come on. Yeah. I was enjoying yeah, being in like the mountains yeah, and so having this creepy ass shit. Yeah. So it had such I. atmosphere to yeah. him. But we see a man jogging. He stops to have a smoke before continuing. We hear a whisper as he runs as well. Yep. Which just says, where were you? Yes. And it sort of makes him run harder. Yeah. So it's clearly something from his past that's haunting him. Yep. You can't catch me past. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want about? <laughs> <laughs> we cut to, to a security shop where he works. Yeah. The man helps the woman buy some pepper spray. Mm-hmm. He plays with his lighter for a bit. I was like, has a fascination with fire, maybe? Yeah. Or just in general, he's just... Because he's so used to having his job, he's just a bit like, I'm bored now. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more of a boredom thing. But because like I hadn't seen this movie, yeah. I was like, I don't know what's important. Exactly, yeah. What, do we look at the Is fire? it going to turn out that he like... The yeah. pepper spray? Do we need the pepper spray? <laughs> yeah, I was like, did it turn out he burned his family alive or something? I don't know, like... <laughs> Oh, must make a note. Must make a note. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, before closing, yeah, he he sort of watches his lighter before closing the store down. We then cut to a restaurant where he does shots of tequila. Yes, and um, as a little girl just watches him. I don't I hate that. it when kids do this. Oh, kids! But that's just kids, though, isn't it? They're I know, do but it. it's so creepy. It is creepy. Kids, like, I have, I have, okay, so me and my partner have been in a restaurant before and they've been behind the glass or, like, the glass thing that's behind us. And they've oh, just, yeah. They've done that. Like, <laughs> put their face on the glass and you're like, fuck off, I'm eating. Like, yeah, you're you like, please stop staring at me while I'm trying to eat. He literally went, my partner went, bang, right, like, oh, that. And then I was like, oh, damn, that was good. Like, <laughs> that's sorry. funny. Yeah, it was really good. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, he pays for his meal with a, like, happy birthday coupon. Yes. Um, and then they bring him a cake. I love that. And this. they start singing happy birthday. I love this. I, hate this oh, i love this this is like one of my top 10 biggest fears <gasps> oh no. it's like having employees at a restaurant being forced to sing happy birthday to yeah. me and it's like they don't even know the name they just said happy birthday Thank customer valued <laughs> yeah. customer like, no. or something like that <laughs> I'm like, no. so, happy no. birthday to you and he's like oh my god kill me know my name first know my name <laughs> he's very embarrassed yeah he drives home and he sees someone in his garden. Yes. It's a girl. This is Amanda. Yep. She sat on like a little bench next to like his pool. Yeah. And you can you can already tell just just by like the the look of the pool, mm-hmm. it's grimy and yep. there's like four. Hasn't been used in a while. Yeah, it hasn't been used, hasn't even been cleaned. Yes. So you can sort of tell that his life is in a bit of a rut yes. or in disarray or yep. something like that. Yep. It's a very I love environmental storytelling. Yes. Where there's just something in the background that gives you information. Exactly, yeah. And this is perfect. Yeah. They don't need to be like, he's in he's in like emotional turmoil. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, yeah. here's his house. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's kind of a mess. There's it's, clearly something else happening. Yeah, there's yeah. pictures of family members, but we don't see family members. Exactly, yeah. His pool is a mess. Like, ah, yeah. something happened to the family. Exactly. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, 
She asks if he's all right and says it's been about a year. Well, there we go. And yeah, we we don't get context for what she is, but it's quite easy to guess that he's clearly lost his family or has gone through a divorce, something like that. Something happened a year ago, yeah. Yeah. We do learn a couple of moments later that indeed he did lose his wife and his child as well. Amanda tells him that the only thing that's real is what's in their head. Yep. It's manifest. The power of positive and negative thinking. Okay, this is something when I when I was listening to this, I'm I'm it's not that I don't like this stuff, because I understand people that need to like manifest and think positively. I get that. If that's what you want to do, sweet. 100%. But I, I don't want someone doing that in my ear when clearly yes. I'm not in I'm not in, I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not what you believe, therefore it's irritating. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's like, like people yeah. who like go up to non like uh, non-religious people yeah go up uh, sorry religious people who go up to non-religious people in in crisis exactly. and be like don't worry God's jesus loves you. You. <laughs> you're just like not or right like, now <laughs> yeah or like don't worry god has a plan and you're like if god's such a cunt he kills my family then i don't care about exactly his plan. <laughs> exactly that's the thing exactly yeah the yeah. It's, yeah i i have the same thing as yeah. well yeah absolutely um amanda gets a call from her mum and she leaves yeah she asks if she can tell her mother that she saw him. Yes. And I put, why not? Yeah. What's, What's wrong with this? What's going on with this? Yeah, yeah. Why Why wouldn't you be able to tell your mother? Exactly. And I was like, are they having an affair? Yeah. She looks kind of young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, mm, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Uh, we see James's house is filled with family photos. His name James? I didn't realize his name was James. Yeah. Oh, okay. I head to IMDb. Oh, okay. I think they do say it a couple of times. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, his name is James. Oh. I don't know what his last name is. Um, his house is filled with family photos and the whispers start again as he sort of walks through the house. Yeah. Where were you? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, we cut to James waking up from a nightmare as the whispers continue. Mm-hmm. He takes a couple of pills. Yep. I think they're antidepressants, but I'm not sure. I remember the word. It, became, it began with a D. Mm. And so it was like... Do, do, and it had an X in the middle as yeah. well. It was doxi- yeah, yeah. Doxical do, or something do, yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm not a pharmacist. I, I was going to say, I'll look it up, but <laughs> I didn't look it up, so I apologize. <laughs> but we do get the title card that says, Day one. Yes. And you're like, oh, oh shit. shit. It's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a replay. Yeah. Um, Amanda's mother, Nora, yeah. is calling out to, to, to Amanda. Yeah. She goes upstairs to check on her and gasps as she enters Amanda's room. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happens there, but we do cut to James as he arrives at the house. Yes. Um, Nora lets him in. Mm-hmm. And I was questioning at this point, I was like, is Amanda James's daughter then? Is Nora his oh, ex? Yeah. That was my thoughts anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. But I was like, is Nora his ex-wife? Yeah. And Amanda his daughter? Yeah. But no, it turns out they're just family friends. Yeah. And something more yeah, that we learn about later. <laughs> uh, police have been called and the pair enter Amanda's room to yes. take a look. Yeah. In the ensuite, scrawled on the mirror in blood is a message that says, the empty man made me do it. Fucking what? I remember, yeah. Love it. Yeah, that was good. I, was I, like, I like that kind of stuff as well. It's a bit like it, it. It looks cheesy, but honestly, like that's kind of like she's a man is not that. It's an so urban it's just, legend yeah, thing, exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, was it the hook-handed man? I don't know. Do you know that? Mm. The, yeah, uh, the hook-handed man who would leave scrawled messages on walls. It would be like carved into the oh, wall, cool. wallpaper and stuff like that. Nice. Um, it would say like, "Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights?" Oh my god, I love that. So people would like go home and like if you turned on the lights you'd be yeah. killed. Holy but if shit. you if you just got home and just like went to bed, 
you'd wake up in the morning and it'll be scrawled on the wall. Oh my God, Aren't you glad that. you didn't turn on the lights? I love that. That's cool. It's very creepy. Yeah. I love that's that That's awesome. <laughs> because the light is meant to make you feel safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of cool. I love that. Um, but we, we cut to the police taking samples of the blood from the mirror. Yeah. We learn that James is a family friend and neighbor. Yeah. He also used to be an undercover cop as well. Which is cool. I like that. Yes. I like this as well. Although it does sort of fall into that cliche of the grizzled detective. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, used a lot. Yeah. Um, not so much in horror movies anymore. It used to be used so All much in horror movies. Yeah. Not so much anymore because it became such a cliche. Yeah. Um, James is interviewed by the detective. Mm-hmm. We learn that Amanda's father is dead. He had a heart attack. Yeah. About a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the detective moves to interview Nora as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learn that Amanda suffers from panic attacks. Mm-hmm. She's had a lot of anxiety lately. How, sorry, how old is Amanda again? So, I know she's still in high school, though. She's still in high school. I assume yeah. like 17 or 18. Okay. I assume that's what yeah, yeah. I don't think they say. Yeah. No, they don't. They just say... Mm. So the only reason I know is because she's in high school still. Oh, yeah. Okay, which is clearly... That's 17, all we learn about it. Yeah. And the detective said that Amanda's suitcase is missing. Yes. And... Oh, no, she's 18. He, oh, there we go. The detective says, you know, she's 18. Maybe she just left oh, on her own. There we go. Okay, cool. We, there we go. We, we cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's 18. She may have just left home. Yep. If she, like, had a fight with Nora or something yep. like that, maybe she just left on her own. Yeah. They ask if they have any pets. Yep. And they ask to talk to James alone. Yes. Nora, Amanda's mother, sits and has a smoke in Amanda's room. Yep. James enters and he says that... Um, they think Amanda is acting up yeah. to hurt her. Yeah. So it's sort of like the the brooding teenager thing. Yeah, as you as you would as a teenager. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, you make your parents' life miserable. Yeah, <laughs> that's horrible. But yeah, <laughs> but sometimes they do. Yeah. <laughs> they they sort of allude to the fact that the police won't be following up, which is kind of shit. Like, come on, like yeah, it's realistic. Yeah, it's <laughs> even worse. You and me looking at it like oh, that seems about right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, police won't be following up because they think it's basically just a, an angry runaway teenager. Also attention-seeking. Yeah. So they're like, oh, she'll turn up in a day. And I was like, yeah, she'll turn up a day or two in a ditch. Yeah, exactly. Um, James finds Amanda's diary or journal. Yep. And there's a lot of disturbing imagery in this book. Yeah. He sort of flicks through it and there's like... Just lots of dark images. Dark, dark sketches and yeah. things like that. And there's also sort of a mini sort of pamphlet or a little yeah. advertisement thing for something called the Pontifex Institute. Yes. And on the back is written a word. Tulpa. Is it tulpa? Tulpa. Tulpa. Did you know what a tulpa was? No. I did. Cool. What is it? Because I, I watched a lot of Supernatural. Oh, you know, yeah. the TV okay. show? Yeah, yeah. Tulpa is a thought form. Huh. It's uh, it basically like a monster or, you know, it's it's something that's given flesh right. by the power of collective thought. Huh. So the idea is that, like, if you've got enough people together yep. to think about the same thing and the same details, yeah. you could manifest it. Oh, and that's why she was talking about manifestation and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Cool. In, in Supernatural, it... It's done in a very cool way. Yeah. They because you have to like focus on a particular symbol. Yes. A particular like um Tibetan symbol yeah. and think about what you the thing. Yeah. Okay. And if there's enough power in it, then it becomes real. Right. And in Supernatural, like they did it as like it was very cool. I really liked oh, it. Oh cool, okay. They they had this symbol that was like painted on the, what what was supposedly a haunted cabin. Right. And they basically graffitied it with, like, all kinds of symbols, like yeah. pentagrams and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And they also used the Tibetan 
tulpa symbol. Oh, cool. And then plastered it all over the internet as like a haunted attraction. Oh. And gave the story of why it's haunted. And because enough people were visiting the website, That's seeing awesome. the symbol yeah. on the wall yeah. and thinking about the story, yeah. it made it real. Oh, that's so cool, actually. That's how it worked in Supernatural, yeah. anyway. That's kind of cool. Yeah, okay. I knew what a topper was, and I was like, that's awesome. Oh, wow, cool. That's very cool, because I've never seen a horror movie with, with, with yeah. a topper. Yeah. Huh. Um, James tells Nora they asked about pets. Yeah. Because they think the blood on the mirror is probably not Nora's. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not Amanda's. Amanda's. It's probably like a dog or a cat yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Also, a quote from uh, Amanda's diary that I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. <laughs> it's all that's written there. Sorry. Do you want to know what that reminds me of? Go on. Weird the Pooh. <laughs> and the reason why is because I used to watch Weird the Pooh when I was younger. Mm. And I remember in one of the songs, it was like, he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. And I was is like, man, true? yeah. That's ha- that's why I was like, oh, oh my God, God, it's Weird the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, our villain for this movie is Winnie the Pooh. Oh my God, is this the sequel to Winnie the Pooh, Blood No, 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 absolutely not. We're not talking about that shit ever. No, never. Did you watch it? No, I have never watched it, but I'm never doing it. Sean and I went to the cinema to see you it. You did we did. And do you know the funny thing? The cinema was packed. What? When was this? This was, oh, it was months ago now. Oh my God. But like there was only one cinema showing it. It was in the city. Yeah. And we went there. And, yeah. We went to the cinema and it was full. Seriously? Yeah. No spare seats. The entire cinema was full oh to watch God. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. No. The movie was awful, but in the best way. Oh my God, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that makes me so upset. <laughs> so yeah, our villain in this movie is clearly Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just a follow on. James offers to help. Yeah, he tells Nora um, that he needs a list of Amanda's friends. Yep. Cut to a high school. Yes. James stops a girl. This is Devara. Also, beautiful name. I know. I fucking love this yeah. name. It's Devara. Really nice, actually. Yeah. <sighs> it's very unique. And she's a very pretty girl as well. Yeah. And asks about Amanda. Like, yes. have you seen her? What's going on? Devara gets in the car and he, reco- he and he records their conversation. Yes. Devara tells him that Amanda was screaming in class. Yeah. You know, just a I normal do. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> and as she says this, she looks out like the side window yeah. and just sees that black figure. Yes. And you're just that like, cool. oh, run. Yeah. Oh, run. Go now. <gasps> she tells James about the Empty Man. Yes. Which is an urban legend. Yeah. If you go to a bridge after dark, find an empty bottle, blow into it, and think about the Empty Man, then he'll come and get you. Very cool. cool. I love urban I lo- legends. No, I, I really do. I really liked her. I think it was cool. Um, she admits that she has also done this. Yes. Two nights ago, a long, we, we see a very long bridge at sunset. God, another really beautiful nice. shot. Yeah. That's kind of like a, like America, though, when it comes to bridges. I don't know why. I've always liked American bridges mm. at night. But, like, so lovely. Especially so with the, the so... light of a sunset as Exactly, well. yeah. And the cinematography in this movie is very really good. good. yeah. Very, very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, we see Amanda and Devara laying together, as well as some other kids yeah. who are sort of hanging about. Yeah. And the group decides they're going to leave. Yeah. Devara tells James who was there. Yeah. I put down their names because I thought it was imper- important. Yeah. Turns out not really. Yeah, exactly. Lisa, Duncan, Maya, Brandon, Amanda, and Julian. Yes. And Devara. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of names. Yeah, it's a lot of names because it's like, oh, oh, I hate it when movies I have like, like long lists of characters. I know these names. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we're going to investigate these people. Exactly. Some yeah. of them are going to die. Exactly, and- yeah. 
Amanda and one of the boys talk about suicide. Yep. Cheery conversation yeah, talk. Just... But also teenagers. Like, yeah. Like, that's just kind of what they do now. You're in your, sounds really bad, but... You're in your angsty phase. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know this is not a visual medium. I just did the, like, emo, emo fringe thing. <laughs> Pulling my emo good. fringe across. Um, yeah. They come across an empty bottle and Amanda suggests calling the empty man. Yeah. On the first night you hear him, then you can't stop thinking about him. The second night you see him following you, and on the third night he finds you. Love it. Awesome. I don't know if this is an actual urban legend or they like made it up for the yeah. movie. I love it. Yeah, it's really good. I really, really like yeah, yeah. it. It's got like layers to it. Yeah, which is why I like. Yeah, you know, we've we've got a timer. Yeah. We've got a creature, the empty man. Yeah. We've got like specifics, like you yeah. need to be on a bridge, you need to blow into an empty exactly. bottle, you find there. Yeah, yeah. All this oh yeah, it's so it's good. good. They pass around the bottle, blowing into it one at a time. Uh Dvara and Brandon are the only ones who seem to hesitate yeah. for a second. Uh Amanda walks to the middle of the bridge, sits down before blowing into the bottle, and yeah. it's the same. It, it reminds you so much of Paul. Yeah. Definitely. The way Paul sat down and yeah. did it. And she calls the empty man's name as well. Yes. Darkness on the other side of the bridge. And I love this effect where it's like a wall of darkness. Yes. Like no, you can see nothing. It's not like you've, you've got the like um, silhouette of trees yeah. or something like that. It's just pure darkness. It's like you, you hit the end of the bridge and it's just black. It's like black 2.0, 2.1, whatever yeah. it's called, the, the color. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. Like yeah. That, yeah. Ultimate black. Yeah, ultimate black, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, darkness on the other side of the bridge as silence falls. Yeah. Literal silence. You can only hear their footsteps. Yeah. I love this effect. That was cool, yeah. To take out everything apart from the environmental. Exactly, yeah. Like you can hear the wind just, yeah. and you can hear their footsteps, that crackle of Definitely feet on the bridge. Thing. Yeah. Mm. They hear a rustle and the group looks into the darkness. Yeah. Maya calls out to, sorry, Maya calls out to whomever it is. Yeah. Devara grabs Amanda and they hear a bottle whistle from the other side of the bridge. Love it. And then footsteps running towards them. Love it. That's so good. It's so creepy. It's so good. It's so, so creepy. Devara yeah. said she saw Amanda the next day talking with Brandon at the mall. Yeah. We get this image of Devara standing on like a bridge overlooking like the food court. Yep. And um, she's doing the whisper thing to Brandon. Yeah. Love it. She's, I love it. She's in his ear just doing yep. that. The same thing we saw Paul do to Ruthie. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Devara turns in the car, in James's car, to see a line of students sat cross-legged outside was, the front of the school. This was awesome. I don't, I don't know why I thought it was cool, but I think like just so all on time the unison yeah, of it yeah Abs- I completely agree because yeah. we get this later as well yeah. and it's very creepy yeah. then as well exactly I thought it was all these students then turn to look at her completely in unison yeah. one mind yeah cool um, she leaves but gives James the address for Brandon yep uh, we cut to James. He arrives at Brandon's house. He's not there. Mm. He too has gone missing. Yeah. He goes to see Lisa. Yeah. Uh, he breaks into the house. The house is empty. Mm-hmm. He goes to Lisa's room. Mm-hmm. And the underlying sound of whisp- sorry, sort of whispered lip smacking yeah. throughout all of these scenes is very unsettling. Yeah. It, it makes you feel very uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah. It's like someone's talking about you or yeah. trying to tell you something, but you can't quite make it yeah. out. You're like, mm. very. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
He sees what looks like a skeletal image of one on one of Lisa's posters as well. This is the thing. I think he could see it, but the audience couldn't because I just saw black. I could see it very, very faintly. It looks like what we learned to be the logo of Pontifex yeah. Institute. Yeah. That sort of cross-legged yeah. image. Yeah. I think it's that. Okay, because I saw like very, very faint. Yeah, like, it's so, so faint. So it was like faint. black to me. Yeah. Yeah. Completely light. Yeah. Um, he also finds a pamphlet for the Institute in Lisa's house as well. Yeah. Outside, he finds a dead dog. Yep. Very upsetting. And it was a Labrador. It was a bad. And his water bowl is filled with blood. Yeah. Possibly used to write the message on Amanda's, Amanda's mirror. Yeah. So we've sort of... I love that they don't tell you that. Yeah. You just you sort of go... Figure it out, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it, it leaves you to go, oh, okay. Yeah. That's how they did it. Yeah, exactly. James calls Nora and tells her that all of Amanda's friends, except Devara have gone missing. And just not around. They're just, they're nowhere. And even the parents, this is the thing I don't get, is that he goes to obviously their house, which is where the parents live, and the parents just kind of don't, they're just like, yeah, they're out. I'm like, But they've been gone for like, how many days? Yeah. You're a bit like, as a teenager, or like as a parent who has a teenager, you would be like, it's been two days, where's my kid? Yeah, my know? parents were very like, um, not, not forgiving, that's not the right word. They were very like open with us. Like, yeah. you, you want to be out? Sure. Fine, absolutely. Sweet, but let just, us know where yeah, you are. just send us a text. Yeah. Be like, oh, I'll be home midnight. Yeah. Or, exactly. You know, but on like, my way the parents home. Are just like, no, they're not in. Yeah. So I'm like, any more to that? Like, yeah, they just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nora doesn't know anything about the Pontifex Institute, she yeah. says, because he does ask her. Yep. James arrives at the bridge. Yes. Where all these teenagers this made. dope. I love this. This scene? Yeah. Yes. James arrives at the bridge. He finds the bottle the kids used to call the empty man. Yeah. He blows into it. Yeah. And then just chucks it away. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because it's said at night, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it, it makes sense that the... No, you know, like it doesn't work. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah. He continues. Uh, he continues walking and suddenly there's a sound that's... There's like a it's knocking. It's like the same thing. It's like a, it's like a very faint knocking sound. Yeah, just ding, so faint. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding. And he's like, "This is interesting." And he's like, "What? What's that?" Yeah. And again, the the sound cuts out as well. Yeah. So all you have is that knocking, yeah. the wind, and James's footsteps. Yeah. Beautiful choice. Yeah. What a great really way good. to like up the tension yeah, exactly. without having to do the horror movie music sting. Exactly. Yeah. They've, instead of adding music, they've taken away the whole a lot of atmospheric thing, yeah. noise yeah. and just focused in on these few things. Yeah. Um, he finds an open grate, I guess is what you call it, like a like a, like a manhole yeah, yeah, man on hole. a bridge. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess it makes sense. I assume all bridges have this, so you can get like under the under bridge the, to do maintenance. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, at least to the underside of the bridge, he goes down, and inside he finds five of the kids' corpses hanging. Yeah, I thought like. That? terrifying terrifying the way that he did again this is something that I thought was very interesting but he looked left and then looked right but he was also coming down the hole mm. the way that he saw them as well so I was really confused as to why he didn't see them first so then oh, he looked true. left and, they, and then he looked and I was like but you, you were looking at them when you were coming down so why didn't you see them then yeah so that was that was a bit like oh that's shit but also still loved it because the way you, he saw one 
and then the camera tilted and then you saw all five of them. Yes, using that camera angle to be like, oh, look, one of the kids is here. Yeah. And then for the camera to pan slightly for you, for you to see five exactly. of them. Exactly. I thought that was And you're like, oh, damn. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we, yeah, we, we get the reveal that the, the knocking that he's been hearing is the I girl see. on the end's boot yeah. is knocking against the pipe. Yeah. That was, I really love the same. So good scene. Very, very good scene. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But he turns and on the girder above him is written, the empty man made me do it. Again. Very cool. Yeah. Love this. Yeah. We cut to the police removing the bodies next. We also see a police boat searching the water below the bridge. And James looks at the Pontifex Institute note he found from Amanda's diary Mm -hmm. when his nose starts bleeding. I don't know why his nose bleeds. I... I made a note of it because oh yeah, in some movies it's like that's when like, the evil points. is nearby exactly, or something yeah. like that. But Maybe no, he's old though. He's old. <laughs> he's not that old. He's, not no, like he's actually not. He's probably like fifty. But I don't know. Maybe he just. Maybe he was. When we maybe, get to the end, yeah, maybe he's thinking too hard. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like honestly, that sounds bad. I have I days like that too. No, no, this is the thing. <laughs> I know some people that think too hard and get headaches and then get nosebleed. True. So yeah, and it's the same with emotional stuff as well. Like if I if I'm if I spend like too long laughing, yeah, I end up with a headache. Yeah, exactly. It, it might be that sort of thing. Yeah, interesting. But also, we'll tackle it at the end when we get the final reveal yeah. of the movie. Yeah, because there's a lot of playing with perception yeah. and reality. Yeah. So I want to know. I want to know your opinion on some oh things God, as well. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cut now to Devara. Yeah. She's in what what I thought was like a bathroom for. An, I was like, oh, we're in the institute. I thought this was a fucking nice bathroom, by the way. I was like, it was a very damn, nice bathroom. Yeah, yeah. But like, we get a shot of it, and it's very sort of clean and clinical and yes. stuff like that. And because there was multiple sinks, I was yeah. like, oh, we must be in the institute. Then yeah. we're getting a look at what the Pontifex Institute Which is, is because gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, just lock me in here. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I think it must be a gym or spa, a spa yeah. or something like that yeah. because she comes out. She's just in a bathrobe. Yeah. And she puts on some creams and stuff like that. Yeah. And she goes to the sauna. Yeah. And the room fills with steam. Yeah. She's suddenly grabbed by the black robed figure who stabs her multiple times oh, yeah, with a pair yeah. of scissors in the face. Oh my god, no. This was like the worst thing ever because you could see her eyes and her eyes were wide, but like. It wasn't in the eye. It was, it just, was just below, below it. the eye. So you're like, fuck, you can see everything that's happening. Oh, sorry. But also that eye, because it stabs just below the eye, that eye as well near the end of the stabbing rolls back. Yeah. And it's, ah! and it's, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, it must have like nicked the nerve that holds the eye in place. <laughs> God. So now it's just like free balling. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was good. That was the wrong word. <laughs> That was good. But not inaccurate. That was so good. No, I loved it. That was good. <laughs> oh, it's so... That was a good, it was a good scene, though. It was a good scare yeah, as well. Yeah, it was really good. Because yeah. she's, uh, you, you sat there like, oh, something's going to happen. Yeah, something's and it gonna... did. And it did. Yeah. But the thing that grabbed me was the fact that um, it flashes for a second while she's being stabbed, and it's her holding her own neck yes! and stabbing herself with the that scissors. That was awesome. I thought that was like, cool. <gasps> damn, what? what's going on? What's oh. going on? <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I was like, damn, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And then she drops dead. Yeah. that was. But cool. then the figure reappears. Yeah. The black robed figure is yeah. standing above her and it closes her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what a cool kill. <laughs> what a cool kill. 
it was so oh, it was, good. No, it was really good. Because yeah. of that one flash yeah. where it goes from she's being attacked to she's attacking herself. Yeah. Then going, no, wait, there was something yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So you don't know if it's in their head or if it's in your head. Or, or can it make you do things? Exactly, Or yeah. is it actually there at all? Exactly. Wow, that was, was cool. It was very cool. It was, it was really very good. interesting. But now all of the kids are dead. Apart yeah. from, apart from, apart from Amanda. Yeah. So learning their names yeah. was completely pointless. pointless. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Um, James talks to the detective. Yep. His nose is still bleeding at this point as yeah. well, which I thought was interesting. Um, the detective tells James that Devara is dead as well. Yep. By all accounts, it seems to be a suicide. Yes. That sounds, yeah. Which is... <laughs> but then you're, but you're also, like... that's like, I'm so sorry, but like, um, in this American detective movie thing, they're just like, just, it's straightforward. They're just, they've just killed themselves. And you're just like... Like I get, I get why that seems very logical, and I get why mm. you see this, but also like, shouldn't you be investigating why exactly, six kids killed themselves? Exactly, like five of them hung themselves, and the other one stabbed them, stabs themselves to death in in a spa, sauna, a fucking spa. Like you don't like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But they're just like, eh, it's fine, it's sorted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, we go. We get the idea that this town is small and doesn't really get much crime. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, you, yeah. Know. you know there hasn't been a murder here since 1960. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but suddenly now they've got six dead kids. Yeah. So it may be a fact that they're trying to sweep it all under the rug yes. as quickly as possible. Yeah. You know, this is a quiet, quiet, quaint town. You yeah. know, no murders here. Yeah. just They're all suicides. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. We're done now. Um, we learn about a woman who recently, apparently fed her baby to a pack of wild dogs. Yeah, interesting. He just casually mentions it yeah, as well. This, this is what's happened in the past week. Yeah, in the past week, you yeah. know, five kids hung themselves. Devara just stabbed herself into a stabbed herself to death in a spa. And also, yeah, this woman fed her um fed her infant baby to a pack of wild yeah. dogs All before normal. writing the empty man on the kitchen floor. Yeah. All normal. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, like... <laughs> hmm. We've got the empty man... happening. ...written in all three locations, yeah. because it was written in Devara's blood in yeah. the spa, yeah. it was written on the kitchen floor with the woman and the baby, yeah. and it was written on the girder above the hung kids. Exactly. Maybe you should look into what the empty man is. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the same note was with Devara, yeah. and we see a couple of people uh, heading to the bridge for a candlelight vigil. Yeah. Basically, yeah. mourning the dead kids. Yeah. And I'm glad they... I'm glad we don't focus on that, but I'm glad that is a thing. Yeah, absolutely. It just happens in the background. Yeah. And it's nice to know that... That they were thought about and... That... Yeah, and that the movie thought about that as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. You know, people mourned these kids. Yeah. And the fact that it doesn't focus on it is good because that's not what James is focused exactly. on. Exactly, yeah. James is trying to find Amanda. Yeah, actual, like, specifically situation, yeah. Yeah. We see James at home. He cleans his bloody nose and listens to the recording he made with Devara. Yeah. He searches what the Pontifex Institute is yeah. on not Google. Yeah. <laughs> not Google. On not Google Never for Google. legal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, it's a doomsday cult. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's like the first thing that pops up is like Pontifex Institute, doomsday cult. I'm like, oh, that's always a good that's thing. Good, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Uh, and apparently has a history of members dying. Yeah. Is one of the things that, uh, one of the things that was there. Yeah. He also, he also not Googles, um, what a tulpa is. Yes. Um, and it comes up with aka thought form. Yeah. And it says tulpa is thought plus concentration plus time equals, equals flesh. flesh. I saw that and I was, I was still trying to be like, I, cause I was trying, cause I actually had to pause it and think about it for a bit. I was like, hold on, I had to add them all up together and I was yeah. like, ah. 
that yeah, makes sense. Time, though. concentration, yeah. and thought yeah. equals flesh. Yeah. So manifesting things. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Nora calls. Yep. Um, she says, like, can I come over? And it's like, oh, well, I'm outside. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that was the creepiest thing. Really? He was just walking and you saw her in the doorway. I didn't like, see her. I did. I didn't see her I saw until her head in the doorway and I was like, because you could like, look, she was by the window and she just was like, I'm here. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I can see your face, woman. Send Cam over to knock on the window. <laughs> it was so scary. Like, it was funny. It was, it was I know, I didn't notice her until she was like, did you I'm not? here. And then oh. I looked at the door and I went, oh, look, you are. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's brought food. Yeah, she's brought some Chinese. Um, she's struggling now. The bodies of Amanda's friends have been found. Yeah. Um, did the two of them have an affair? Question mark was ooh, my question ooh. here. <laughs> we learned in about thirty seconds. Yeah, I was going to say yes, yeah. about thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, she apologizes that it's been so long. Yeah. Oh, she asks to stay. Yes. The night. Yeah. She's like, fair enough though. Like, yeah. I I I I would understand that. Yeah. I'd be like, fine. Like you're an ex detective. You're a little bit looking into this. My daughter's gone. Mm. I would. I would. To be honest, I would probably do the same. Not in that way. What as Nora would, or as James? As Nora. As Nora. I, just like, because I'll be like, well, you're a detective. I feel quite scared. My daughter's gone. I yeah. want to be in with someone. At this stage. And just feel safe. Yeah. Just feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he doesn't reply. No. <laughs> just kind of just leaves <laughs> He just lets it. that question fade into the ether. Yep. And then he asks him the question, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, he does, doesn't he? What yeah. does he ask? I, I don't remember. remember. I think it's like, how are you doing? Or something, something like that. Something yeah, like he really... tries... To, yeah, it's something casual. Yeah. Um, she grasps his hand. Yep. For a second, yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, they had nothing." Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Sure. But I wasn't sure if it was before or after their spouses. <laughs> okay, if if it wasn't, if it was after their spouses died, then it wouldn't be an affair. Exactly. But I wasn't sure if it was an affair or they there had was something s- happening that Amanda knew about or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you know, maybe both of their because they both both of their partners clearly died about the same time because exactly. we learned it was about a year ago yeah. for James, yeah. and then we learned a bit later that it was about a year ago for Nora yeah. when her husband had a heart attack. Yeah. So I was like, you know, maybe in the spurs of grief, yeah. you got together, yeah. and then, you know, you're both emotional wrecks, and yeah. you broke it off, and maybe it was a bit of a nasty breakup. Exactly, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I wasn't sure if it was an affair, or whether it was a, you know, just a fling. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we learn later, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she walks down the hall and leaves. Yeah. She just leaves. Yeah. And uh, as Jane, James walks down the hall... Kind of drunk at yeah. this point, I think. Yeah, definitely. We can we can hear the whispers again. Yeah. Where were you? Yeah. Continues. We see flashes of James's family now for the first time. Yeah. Um, also, a concrete room with a single chair. Yes. Which I thought this was really me up a bit. odd. I was a bit like, this is, why, why? What's yeah, going on What's here? this room? Yeah, exactly. What is this? Yeah. As well as police sirens and his wife dri- uh, yeah. driving. Yeah. With the kid in the... With the kid in the back seat. Yeah. Sort of knocking a queen against yeah, his yeah. teeth or yeah. something like that. But it's very, very quick flashes. Yeah. And this will happen a couple of times throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, James wakes suddenly and it's 3 a.m. Mm. He hears a creak yep. and a whisper down the hall. Yeah. He, he get Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Why do all these people sleep with their doors open? I know. Like... I can't stand. It was insidious as well when yeah. we were talking about this. I'm like, why? Why does everyone sleep with their Stop. doors open? Like, I get, I get the whole like having kids thing. You need to keep your door open. I get that. But when you're by yourself, why would you keep the door open? I and the front door, right in front of your fucking door. I know, right? Like, why would you do that? 
I d- I, it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, close the door. I need to feel like I'm in like a safe box. <laughs> Stay here. <laughs> yeah. This is my safe space. Nobody come in. <laughs> um, yeah. He gets up to check, turns the light on and there's no one there. Yep. But as he turns it off, he sees something. Yes. Just very quickly. Yeah. Just a, a, just a flicker of something. Yeah. Uh, he slams the door and yep. arms himself with a baseball bat. Fair enough. Because, yeah, good. Yeah. When no one enters, he checks under the door where he sees the shadow of a figure walking the halls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's wow. so gross. What a, what a visceral reaction to this. <laughs> but completely understandable. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, it's very, very creepy. Yeah. He opens the door, turns the lights on, and walks the hall to the front door. Yeah. It's open. Again. Yeah. He he opens his bedroom door, flicks the light on, yeah. and the front door is it's wide is open. wide open. Yeah. And it oh it just solidifies that yes, there was something there. Yeah. He checks around, takes a couple more pills, and we see a wedding band next to the pills yes. in the medicine cabinet. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah, okay. okay. Interesting. Yeah. Title card. Day two. <laughs> so long. That took so long. <laughs> Whereas the other, like, the first, like, scene that I really liked. The sort of vignette. It took 20 minutes. Yeah. Whereas this has taken probably about an hour. An hour. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. I swear that day three is only, like, 10 minutes. It is. It's 10 minutes. I was like, wow. <laughs> Day two. Yeah. James arrives at the Pontifex Institute. Yeah. Uh, a man sort of watches from above into the waiting room. Yes. Uh, James has to fill out the very dodgy looking entry form. It makes no sense, this form. I read some of the questions and I was like, well, first of all, some aren't questions. No. Some are just statements. And yes. I'm like, but how I can you answer a- that? How can you answer that? Statement? Yeah, because it's not like it's a scale of like, um, you know, because sometimes when they give you like uh, opinionated questions, it'll be like, you know, One on a scale, five. yeah, on a scale of, um, oh my god, disagree to agree. Yeah, yeah. what level are you? Yeah, exactly. But it was nothing. It was just a statement, and then you didn't have to tick anything. It was just a statement, and you were like, uh, okay. One of them was just like I, I only made a note of one of them, but yeah, science is a form of oppression. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, get out. Yeah, <laughs> get oh, out just now. leave. Leave. <laughs> leave now. Yeah, I was just yeah. Mm. Oh, I, was a bit I like, don't... what do you because. Imagine, like, uh, this is probably the reason why he was a bit like, what the fuck is this? Like, he just read it and he was like, why am I here? Yeah, what am I doing with yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. Uh, when he asks about the form to yep. the receptionist lady, who's very creepy and fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, it's one of those annoying receptionists that, like, won't ask, like, answer your question. Yes. Like, you've had a question, they've just gone, have a good day. And you're like, but that wasn't my question. <laughs> I had, like, three questions and you didn't answer any of them. It's it's the very religious culty thing as yes. well. I mean, I apologize if you are religious. I am not. But re- religion is just cult that got out of hand. Yes. You know. 100%. So, uh, yeah, it's very infuriating. Yeah. Having trying to get a, a reasonable answer from something, yes, and just having nothing. The, the response being some religious mumbo jumbo, yeah. And it's yes, if that's how you want to think about it, but perfectly not fine. Everyone for me. is entitled to their own beliefs, but exactly. don't force it on someone else. Exactly. Give me a straight answer. Yeah, just give me a yes or no. <laughs> yeah, give me a, a proper uh, anyway. Yeah, this reception has really pissed me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, she she ignores his question and answers with some mis- mystical mumbo jumbo yep. before a conference begins. Yep. Um, a man gives his I, I called it a sales pitch. Love it, it is. it is. Yeah, it's a sales Love pitch. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, he has creepy fucking eyes. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Because he was giving a speech and he was yeah. like, just like staring boggling. into the souls yeah. of the people yeah. in the front row. Just boggling them. And I was like, blink. Cool. Please Something. blink. <laughs> uh, we also see there's like a VIP box on the side. <laughs> Did you know? Sorry, no, I didn't know that. Get, I don't know. We get a very quick shot of it. It's clearly people who've already been like indoctrinated or yeah, whatever like that. Yeah. And they're like just cast in shadow and they're all, all you can see is like these suits that they're wearing. Oh, funny. Because they're the ones who that. give him like a standing ovation at the end of his speech. Oh, funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the guy's lines was, there is no such thing as disunity, only the everlasting emptiness. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm like, listen. Um, my dude. <laughs> just, just take a chill pill for a minute. Yeah, I'm just, uh, no such thing as disunity. I'm like, that's not even a word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Learn your English. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I find these any kind of spiels like this, religious spiels, yeah, Scientology spiels, yeah. cult spiel, anything like this, I find it so triggering yeah. for me. Yeah, fair I, enough. I find it. Like, I get so mad yeah. the instant they start preaching yeah. like this. It like, just makes me so mad. You do just, like, I tend to just kind of switch off. Like, mm. when they do talk, I'm just a bit like, mm, I'm switching off now. Yeah. So I can, I can chill out so I don't have to make myself angry. I've got it very, makes me angry. Yeah, I've got very good at politely turning away the, like, Jehovah's Witnesses and stuff yeah. that we get knocking on the yeah. door now. Yeah. As soon as I see the little pamphlet that says Jesus, I'm yeah. like, no, thank you, no, bye. Thank you, done. yeah, yeah. And you're light about it. Yeah, and you don't want to waste their time either. Yeah. They're, they're spending a lot of time doing that, so. But also, at the same time, they are trying to force their religion on people, exactly. so. I'm not into that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't do that. <laughs> and don't you dare leave that pamphlet in my letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's not. It's not going to make me turn up to your church, <laughs> please. <laughs> anyway, um, the man mentions the empty, the empty man in his speech as yeah. well. And as the speech ends, um, yeah, as he as the speech ends, he mentions the empty man. Yeah, and this sort of pricks James's ears. Yeah, and yeah, the 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 talker, the, yeah. the speech maker gets a round of applause, yeah. and the VIP box stand yeah. get, a, get a, give him a standing ovation. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Not really. I hate it. <laughs> James talks to the speaker after, and the man says the empty man is a product of the nullosphere. Yeah. The sphere of collective thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. Right. Go with what you want. <laughs> um, the power of pure thought and comprehension, finding meaning in the thought as opposed to the repetition of fundamental ideas that in turn become meaningless. Stop right there. That like, is, <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> that is the empty man is what he said. <laughs> I love, I love how you use smart words. That's like how, that's how people get uh, intrigued by it. Yes. Which is fair enough. But also, it also shut up. <laughs> just, just shut up. I just, just. But also, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> like cool. I love the, I love the smart words. Like I love the intelligent words. But also, yes. like, come down to life. Like, come down to real life yes. and go. Will this person even understand what this is? Yes. You know what I mean? It's trying to sound intelligent. Yeah. But actually saying nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Have you heard about... This is very interesting. I learned this from QI. Do you know QI? Yes, I love QI. I love QI too. Did you know that there is a computer that generates... That can generate philosophical, in quotation marks, um, quotes. It picks a collection of random words. And then they did a test 
to see if people found it like emotionally or like philosophically evocative. Huh. And it passed with flying colors. Really? And it literally just picked almost random words. Oh my god. That's kind of cool. It put a selection of things together. They showed it to a person and said, you know, do you think this is deep and meaningful? And they looked at it and went, yep. Seriously? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Because it's about how you think about it, how you process yeah. it, and what you read into something. That's so it can awesome. mean absolutely nothing. That's kind of cool. I like that. It's really interesting, yeah. eh? But that's basically what this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. collection of nothing. Yeah. That some people go, oh, that's so deep. Yeah. Mm. When I- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It was good. I love it. That no, was good. Um, yeah. Sorry, what were we going to say? No, that's right. I wasn't going to say anything. It's so deep and meaningful. Um, James, I can't stop now. Oh, my God. Um, James asks one of the attendees yeah. if they recognize Amanda. Yeah. We see this guy a couple of times, and I don't think we ever learn his name. So I'm just going to call him attendee. Greg? Yep. No, not Greg. No, it's we'll go, Greg. We'll go with we'll go with Andy. Andy. There Andy. we go. Cool. Andy. Andy. <laughs> uh, he's got a couple of toys at home and they come alive when he's not looking. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, sorry. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, he asks, he asks, um, he asks Andy if he, if he knows Amanda. They don't. James leaves and investigates the rest of the building or tries to anyway. Yeah. Further in, he finds what looks like a kind of barracks. Yeah. There's like bunk yeah. beds. And just people like, they all seem to have, they all seem to be bald. They have you noticed that? Yeah, they all like shave their heads. Yeah, yeah, okay. No distractions. Yeah. <laughs> My hair is a distraction. I must shave it. But it literally, it literally looks like a military barracks because yeah. of how like clean and tucked in the bed sheets and everything yeah, are. Absolutely, that it looks regimented. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he also yeah sees a group of these um, cultists. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Group of the cultists just staring at a black poster. Just black. A completely blank space, and they're all just whispering. Yeah. James then finds a filing room yes. or some sort of. You room know. with like bits and pieces of yeah it. paperwork yeah. and shit like that yeah. um, there's a, a, a file labeled manifestation 14 yes and records of I put, I put are these records of Tulpa then question mark because I was like mm. is the empty man not the only one they've made then are there multiple monsters Ooh, I didn't think Ooh. about that yeah I didn't think about that because I thought that would be really interesting yeah. if they'd spent, like, maybe this cult is responsible for yeah. Bloody Mary yeah. and Mothman oh, and I didn't think about all these that. other that's things. That's kind of cool. I, I, I was hoping that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, he, he he hears whispers yep. down a tunnel underneath yep. the building. Again, this building is massive. Like, yeah. Because like, it's, just, well, like, the, like, the actual building he went into was just like a... Um, but no, this building is just like a normal, normal building. Like, yeah. And it goes in deeper and deeper and deeper. It just like, keeps going. Yeah. It's like the building that wouldn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. He finds a group repeating the same phrases over and over again. Yeah. I didn't write them now, but I did write them later. Yeah. So we'll tackle that yeah. when I get back to my notes. Cool. Easy. Because I can't remember <laughs> it off fine. the top of my head. <laughs> That's fine. Um, they stop when they hear uh, a noise yeah. and they call out, you know, if anyone's here, yeah. Like reveal yourself or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then they all hold bottles. Yeah. Empty uh, bottles, yeah. Empty bottles. And I was like, did did they create the empty man? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They all uh the whole group blows into their bottles. Yep. And the lights are turned on and James is escorted out. Yeah. He's thrown out of the building, basically. Yep. The same man 
Andy. Yep. We're going with Andy. Thank you. <laughs> Andy from the conference yeah. is there. Uh, they share a smoke together. Yep. And he tells him that Amanda was here. Yes. Sorry, this is Andy talking to James. Yep. So Andy does tell James that Amanda was here. Yep. But they've moved her to another facility, to yes. a different camp. How crazy. The fact... Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Uh, the man warns him warns him that this cult is dangerous, yep. but tells him where to find the camp. Yes. Very cool transition, seeing the map markings. I love this. I thought that was cool. So you saw the whole map and the markings, and then mm. it would go into the map and then go into real life. Yes. Loved it. And that beautiful moment where... The trees are real, yeah. but you can still see like the road the names yeah. and like the that the roads don't look like roads; exactly. they look like map roads, yeah. which I loved. Loved it. Beautiful yeah. transition, really and cool. the throat warbling is back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't That's do it. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's very creepy yeah. with the setting. Yeah, yeah. The bass vocals are back. James arrives at the at, at camp elsewhere. <laughs> we'll go with it. What well, a lame what name! A, like that's yeah. I actually kind of, but also, was it what was that thing that I thought we the poo said? Oh, he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. Oh, I thought it was elsewhere. Fuck, okay, no, it was close. Sorry, but no, that's kind of cool. It's it's close to it. Yeah, he, maybe he's elsewhere as well. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but camp elsewhere. You elsewhere. know. Oh, where, where are you going? Oh, I don't know where? elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere else is not here. I'll go elsewhere. <laughs> kind of cool though. I like it. I think it's um, it's very run down. Yes. This, this camp. Yes. Um, he heads to a building or a cabin that's on the water. Yep. And inside he finds some records. Yep. Uh, Amanda has a file in there. Yep. As, yeah, with, with all her details. Yep. Who she is, how old she is, where yep. she's from, some notes about her kinda and things creepy. like that. Kind of creepy. Yeah, a little bit creepy. A little culty, you yep. might say. A little bit. Um, <laughs> Devara also has a record in there as well. He pulls oh, that out. Oh, I didn't out. see that bit. I saw only Amanda part. No, it's just... He pulls out all all the records. He pulls out are the kids. Oh damn! Okay. I remember seeing Devara's name, and I think I remember seeing Maya's name. Oh nice, okay. So yeah, all the names he pulls out are the six kids. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Are the six kids nice? Uh, and then he finds a red file with his name on it. I don't remember that. It's very creepy. He opens it, and it's empty. It has his name, but it's empty. Holy shit! And I'm like, oh, is he being, are they going to try and indoctrinate him into the cult? I must have missed that part because also at the same time I was watching this film, I was also looking after a dog. Oh, yeah. This dog was in, love her to bits, but she's very annoying and very attention seeking. Very high grade. So, yeah, I yeah. can't see. I have to yeah, no, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the red file he pulls out has his name on it, but it is oh empty. Oh, God. That's cool. Okay. Uh, he goes to another cabin. Mm. Um, it's the same one we actually saw in the article about the Ar- Pontifex Yes. Um, Institute. Yeah. It's the same one that was mentioned as like, uh, you know, five five cult members may have died in this yeah, building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, inside, it's filled with empty bottles. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. There's bunk beds um, lining the side. Yeah. There's like a, a ripped up teddy bear. Yeah. And at the very far side of the room, he finds a TV and a VCR yes. player. Yes. Yeah. And all the tapes are labelled as manifestations. Yes. Yeah. He plays one and he sees a group. It's very hard to tell what's going on in these yeah. videos. Yeah. He sees a group of teenagers sort of around a table. It looks like they've got like a Ouija board or something yeah, like that. most likely, yeah. There's a commotion and suddenly we cut to one of them who's now catatonic. Yes. He's just sort of staring blankly into the camera. Very similar to Paul. Very similar to Paul. Yeah. 
the possessed one, I yeah. guess, I, I, is just what I called them. Yeah. Then starts to paint on the wall. I, I thought it was with oh, blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It must have been with blood or yeah. something like that. And it's the company logo. It's the uh, logo. It's the Pontifex Institute logo, <gasps> which is basically like a monk sat cross-legged. Holy shit! That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, in blood or yeah. paint? It's a bit more worrying if it's in blood. Yeah. Please <laughs> <laughs> in blood. That yeah. sounds bad, but yeah. Yeah. The the man then stares into the camera. Yeah. He pants. He's he's like, like panting. Yeah, he does pant like a dog. He's like having an anxiety attack or yeah. something like that. And then suddenly he goes very calm. Yeah. And the tape cuts out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And I was just like, ugh. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like it. I hate haunted videotape. I love it. That's awesome. James sees a light from the other side of the lake. Yeah. So he walks to the woods to go and check it out. Yeah. Because this side of the... Obviously, this is where Amanda is meant to be. Yeah. And it's clearly been abandoned for a while. Yeah. Except for that filing cabinet. Exactly. Which had all of his... Oh, which is very recent. Which is very recent because it has his name. Exactly. Devara's name, Amanda's name, and the other kids. Yeah. So, interesting. The light is coming from a bonfire. Yeah. On the other side of the lake. Yeah. And there's like 50 plus cultists just running around running around it and they stop at one point and like sway yeah <laughs> like a mini like kind of like a festival like yeah 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 like bad but yeah dancing around the campfire yeah yeah they're, they're yeah they're charging around it they're running around yeah. it at one proper point running proper like, in a circle sprinting yeah. around it yeah uh james sort of etches closer very slowly he's like yeah. on like um what do you call it? like a boardwalk yeah i guess yeah they're sort of through this sort of marshy area yeah. yeah so you can get to the other side as they chant the 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 cultist this is not james he's yeah. not chanting yeah uh, the cultist chant and the bonfire expands yeah. and there's like this giant tendril thing yeah. that comes out uh out from it and reaches towards the sky yeah i was like I, that's kind of weird yeah i didn't i thought that was kind of cheesy i was a bit like that's cheesy a bit yeah it felt out of place yeah but also like it felt quite sci-fi in a way as well yeah no i I get what you mean like that like they were calling to aliens yeah 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 james closes his eyes and when he looks back everything seems normal the tendril is completely gone yeah he walks away but then he sort of hears something or no no it's that the light goes out i think yeah yeah he turns around, the light extinguishes. Yeah. So he turns around and sees that the bonfire is out. Yeah. And this was a massive bonfire. Yeah. So that's huge. Very like, un- well, how does that work? Yeah, that's yeah. very unnatural. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, the light has died. Yep. The massive cultists march the null on, on which the bonfire is yeah. sat and then all stop and turn to look at him. (laughs) (laughs) You thought it was bad when six students did it to Devara? (laughs) How about 50? Yeah, that's a lot of people. (laughs) It's a lot of people who sort of march and then slowly turn in his direction. And you're not sure if they've seen him or not. Yeah, you're a bit like, are they just looking because that's just... It is creepy. It's very creepy. With er Yeah, he takes a step back. Mm. They all take a step forward. (laughs) And it's just like that scene yeah. with, with what's her name in the beginning? Ruthie. Ru- with Ruthie yeah. and the black figure. Yeah. Oh, it's so that was good. good. Yeah. He runs yeah. and they follow. <laughs> James does manage to make it to his car. Yeah. And the cultists pile on <laughs> and throwing empty bottles at his car as well. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Oh, he manages to drive to the main road. Yep. And 
uh, as a storm starts to brew. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, we've got the storm happening again. Yeah, yeah. I remember half, like, in the middle of him driving in the storm, he's come and went, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, reversing out of the camp or something. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? What yeah, the fuck? What exactly. The fuck? That was cool. I thought that was quite... Realistic reaction. Yeah, exactly, yeah. As opposed to, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Just, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> he goes to the detective. Yep. And explains the cult situation that's yep. kind of happening. Yep. <laughs> Um, but the detective thinks James may have just fucked up their entire case by investigating without permission because he's not a cop anymore. He's a private detective. But also, like, you're giving the detective information. So how could you have fucked it up? <laughs> like, I get, I get that. The I American get the, legal like... system is very annoying in that case. If, yeah. you, if you receive evidence without a warrant, yeah. it's null and void in court. Yeah, which is so... Beyond, I like, can I can half understand in both sides. Yeah, because at the same time, you also don't want like crooked cops. Yeah, which is fair enough. Like, like planting evidence yeah. or whatever like that. Or also, you just you found out so much information from this that you're a bit like, I need to tell someone. You tell a cop or a detective, and they're like, "Well, you fucked it up, Russ." Now, and you're like, "But just yeah. come with me. Just it's, come with me. Yeah. And, like, get a warrant. Yeah, and have a look. Exactly. Yeah." Um, but, he, but they do ask him to write a statement before yep. he leaves. Yeah. Um, James goes to the security store where he works. Yep. And packs a bag. Yep. Full of pepper spray. Everything. And everything in the gloves. Every everything. Yeah. Let's just put everything in the tasers. And <laughs> just in case. The kitchen sink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he goes to Nora. Yeah. Uh, he tells her that they, that she needs to escape for a couple of days. Yeah. And it, like, I love. Like, if I was Nora, I'd be like, hold the phone. Love that you've like been looking at this, but also tell me what's going on. Yes. Don't just be like, go for a couple of days. See ya. He does kind of explain what the Pontifex Institute is. But like, doesn't explain it too much to the point where she's like, okay, well, I get it now. Yeah. Where she's like in the know. Yeah. And like he he like pulls the pulls the curtain off and yeah. sees like a plain white van in yeah. the in the street yeah. and that freaks him out. Yeah. The phone suddenly rings. Yeah. I love this. this he picks cool. it up and it's that whispering again, that I little lap yeah. lip smacking. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> On the other side, and he hangs up. James and Nora leg it out of the house. Yeah. They manage to get somewhere safe. Yeah. And James asks her to call him if anything weird happens. Yeah. Nora thinks her daughter didn't know about them as a couple. Yeah. Which is probably for the best. Yes. James has flashes of his family and the whispering of, where were you? Yeah. Um, Isn't that the last time you see Nora in the whole film? Yes. We get her voice later, but I think that's the last time you see her. Yeah. Yes, I think this is... A, yeah, that's yeah. the last time we see her, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We get the idea at this point that clearly James's family were in some kind of car crash. Yeah. James wakes in, in bed from the nightmare. Yeah. He slaps himself away. Yeah. Quite violently yeah. as well. It like, wasn't like a like a little tap tap, like, come on, wake up. Yeah, it's like a full on like proper slap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how dare you slap? Yeah. Um, it's 3 a.m. again. Why 3? I don't know. Is it the witching hour? It might be the witching hour. Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> again, he hears footsteps down the hall. Yeah. Um, this time... The black figure rises out of like the shadow in the floor. Ooh. It's so creepy. Ooh. It's very good. Ooh. I like this. That's good. The sort of good. like, yeah, like yeah. it is the shadow. Yeah, love it. <laughs> yes, it goes to grab for him before disappearing. Yeah. The doorbell rings <laughs> at three in the morning. At three in the morning, after <laughs> you've just been attacked by a black coat, black cloaked figure. Yeah, perfectly normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's just a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> armed with a baseball bat, he answers it. Yeah. Um, to find the ripped teddy bear from the camp. Yes. Wow. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, the one he found yeah. in the same cabin as the, like, creepy videotape. The one where he found, like, the, the yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Which is also important to him, which we learn later. That teddy bear specifically. Okay, yeah. No, I remember this now. Yeah. Get to remember ne- that. Next Thank morning, yeah. he doesn't take his pills this time. Instead... Silly man. Yes, silly <laughs> man. Instead, he p- puts on his wedding band and we get title card day three. I don't remember him putting on his wedding band. Yeah. I'm, I'm very... He goes to he goes to reach for the pill bottle, changes his mind, and grabs the wedding ring instead oh, and puts it on. Okay. And I was like, oh, interesting. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> choosing choosing that over over medication. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Are we sort of losing our mind at this yeah. point? Like, mm. James walks outside the institute. Mm-hmm. He watches as a group of kids leave, including Andy. Yeah. This makes my notes so much easier, by Thank the way. You, Thank you, though. It's all right. Because <laughs> I put, including the guy who told him about the camp. <laughs> now I can just go, Andy. There we go. Uh, he follows them. Yeah. They drive around town, picking up various new people wherever they go. Yep. So it gives the idea that, you know, this cult is everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is quite interesting as well. Yeah. And they end up at a gated memorial hospital. Yes. Uh, the kids head inside and James manages to catch the door. Yep. Using some parkour. Yeah. He does like, <laughs> he does, he does like a little, like a little leg flip over some, like a pole or something like that, doesn't he? I loved it, yeah. It's very good. weird. It's, it's quite Random as shit, but we're good. Yeah. And he grabs the door and he heads inside. The kids enter a, a, a room yep. and draw the curtains. Yeah. He watches as all the kids kneel in unison. Yes. This, again, this in unison thing is very It's very good. Unsettling. Like, it's good, but it makes you feel very, like, oh, what's happening? Because it's like they all collapse to their knees. Yeah. It's not at like, the same yeah. Time. Yeah. And you hear this like, boom. Yeah. And it's cool. all of them hitting the floor yeah. at the same time. They kneel before a sick man and bow. Yeah. Um, afterwards, James captures captures Andy. Yep. Uh, pepper sprays him in the eyes. Yeah. And throws him into his car. Yeah, as you do. Because I mean, he enough. clearly he was clearly set up yeah. when he was sent to yeah. sent to the camp elsewhere. Yeah. The man's uh, Andy says he didn't know what they were going to do to James. He was just doing what he was told. Yeah. Um, Andy tells James that the sick man is basically an antenna. Right. It's a way to pass thoughts to the ancient beings living in the, the whatever they call it, near, near sphere, the thought sphere. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, in the thought sphere, the coma man is the prophet to communicate those thoughts. Creepy. Yeah. So it's a way to communicate with elder beings that only live in the realm of thought, I guess. Is that sorry? This I guy, think that's what they're saying. This, so the guy that they were bowing down to, yes. he was in a coma, right? Yes. Got it. Thank you. Yeah, he was in a coma, but he's also the antenna between our world and the thought realm where yeah. the ancient beings live. Yeah. It's very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Very Lovecraftian indeed. Yeah. Uh, he tells James that he already has it, and you know, you're like, what? Yeah. And he says, you know, that itch in your brain. That thought you can't get out. Man. And I was like, oh, what a great so, description. That's so good because there are some things that I still am I'm like, I can't, I can't get that out of my head. Like when I've had a nightmare. Oh, right, right, right. I can't get out of my head. It sticks in your head. Yeah. I mean, it's songs. Yeah. It's a hard not like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I sung that to her at work to someone and they, they came back like an hour later and just like singing mm-hmm. it, yeah. And they're like, I hate you. <laughs> Love it. Yes. James punches him a couple of times. Nice. I mean, at this point, he's dragged him out of the car, I think. Yeah. Uh, punches him a couple of times in the face and just leaves him handcuffed by the side of the road. Yeah. And Andy will not stop laughing, which is very <laughs> creepy. Yeah, so it's, creepy. It's very unsettling. Just like punching whilst laughing. Yeah. 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 Because he seemed terrified when he got like pepper sprayed and thrown yeah. in the car. And then... When he gets the punches, he's it, like, oh, it, this is fun. He's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> The storm rolls in now. Yep. James breaks into the Institute building yep. that night. Yep. He looks over the manifestation files yep. and finds information on the coma man. Yes. Uh, as well as a comprehensive file on himself. Yes. He's now fi- found the actual file on him. Yep. Interesting to find that his information was in file, was in a file labeled manifestation 14. Yeah. That was cool. So that's a hint to yeah. the end of the movie, yeah. which, you know, I only just clicked on now, which I thought <laughs> is very cool. Love it. No, yeah. I like that. That's I like cool. that. The bear that was dropped off at his house. Oh, that one. Yeah. Sorry. I thought is... it was a real bear. I was like, what bear? I didn't see a bear. <laughs> Cocaine bear. <laughs> Don't even go into this. Let's not go into this. All the bad movies that have come out this yeah. year. Yes. Um, the, the bear is one that his son had. Yes. Which is why it's relevant to him. Yeah. But then you're like, if you stop to think about it, you're like, but then why was that bear at the cultist's camp? Exactly. And why? Why? Like, yeah. why does he have? Which is something we'll have to tackle at the end of the movie, yeah. where we're talking about perception. Stuff. Yes. <laughs> they also have the coupon from when he had his birthday dinner. Yes. <laughs> at the beginning That's of the movie. Such a weird thing to. Yep. It's, it's an odd thing to yeah, keep. Exactly. Yeah. Unless, of course, it was never his. Which is, again, something we'll have to tackle at the end of the God, movie. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a whole lot of newspaper clippings in there. And various oh other God. things. Yeah, at the end of the movie, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, he finds a picture of himself, naked. Yep. Sat in the concrete, concrete room, which we only got a, we've only had a couple of flashes of before. Yep. And I put, hang on a minute. Is he a cultist? Yeah. That's what I was thinking at this yeah. point. I was like, that's insane. And does he not know it because he's taken those pills? Yes. Does he not know it? Or has he been like brainwashed yeah. to not know it? Yeah. And he's like, is he an undercover exactly. cultist? Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. James drives. And as he's driving, again, he has visions of his wife. Yep. The cultists and the man who is a transmitter as well, yep. all sort of flashing through his head. Yep. He goes to the hospital. He asks about the coma patient. Yep. The nurse says he's he stays mostly unresponsive. And that mostly made me very uncomfortable. Also, the part that made me uncomfortable about that was that she was just kind of just like, hey, I feel good. This is how I'm going to talk to you now. Yeah, she's like, like... with a smile and like her eyes were white. Like they wouldn't... Unblinking. Yeah. And you're just like, you're creepy. I would never want to talk to you. I'm oh. leaving now. Like, <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, I'm done. But yeah, that, that he's mostly unresponsive. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, most of the time he's in a coma, but every now and again he goes to a nine. Yeah. And I'm like, what's a nine? Because <laughs> she's like, you know, like, one is coma. Yeah. Occasionally he's a nine. I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> so I mean, like, levitating around his room? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I really liked that. That was cool. Um, apparently the man has been passed from hospital to, from hospital, to hospital for years. Yeah. 
He's only been at this one for, I think they said three or four years or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But he's basically being comatosed for God knows how long. Yeah. She doesn't know. Shit. She tells him that the man is a John Doe, but he gets a lot of visitors. In fact, one of them's in there right now. Yeah. I love this as well. This is cool, yeah. Saying that the man is a John Doe as well gives yeah. him that sort of... Eerie, kind of like, who is, like, what is it? Who are you? What are you? What, are you... Like, for years, like, the... wouldn't you have just thought that... Yeah. Yeah. But then at the same time, I was like, you know, maybe they, the cultists realized he was a transmitter and, you know, because he was in a coma, they they paid for his treatment and, like, exactly, kept him yeah. a John Doe exactly. so nobody, none of his family could find exactly, him by moving yeah. him from hospital exactly, to hospital. Exactly, yeah. Mm. But yeah, one of the visitors is in his room right now. Yeah. And I love it. This this nurse suddenly turns... I mean, she's been a bit creepy. Yeah. And then she gets very creepy. Yeah. Because the last thing she says is, so what do you think? Is this the man you're looking for? <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck you, lady. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so James enters the coma patient's room and finds Amanda. Yeah. She's trimming his beard. She's grooming the man. Yeah. She says that uh, the the man is a carrier, like an antenna, but also like a disease. Okay. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so she she's almost calling their cult a disease. Yeah. At the same time, like, which is interesting. Which is very interesting. Yeah. It's. You know, she has to further the cause, but she also knows that it's bad. Yeah, which is cool. It's very interesting. And yeah. describing it as a disease yeah. as well, like... You wouldn't say that about, like, the, your... If you the thing you believe in. The thing you believe in, yeah. You wouldn't call it a disease, yeah. but she does. Yeah. We are the disease and yeah. we keep spreading. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That is cool. James calls Nora about Amanda mm-hmm. and says, basically, look, I, I, I found you. I found your daughter. It's James. Yeah. And she doesn't know who he is. Love it. She's like, who is this? Yeah. She's like, it, it's, it's, James? It's, it's James. Yeah. I don't, you must have the wrong number. Bye. And hangs up. Love it. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? A, has he gone into a coma? Like, what's, what's that? Is this a dream or? Yes. But we also... We also realised that um, the coma patient yep. is Paul. Yeah! <laughs> I knew it! I was like, that's Paul! <laughs> the reveal of this, that's and I just cool. went... Because I think it gives you like a flash... It like, like gives, flash gives you a close-up of the coma patient and then flashes to Paul. Yeah. And you just go, oh! <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. That's That's cool. why we got that opening yeah. scene. I thought that was cool. It was very interesting as yeah. well. And literally, like, I had to pause and just go, oh my god! <laughs> what a good twist! <laughs> Love it. Amanda says that he's dying. Yeah. Um, there's only so long someone can hold this kind of power, is what she says. Yeah. Uh, Amanda says the cult decided, you know, because there's only supposed to be an antenna every 500 years, is what she says. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't hear that part. Which makes me think that maybe the skeletal figure that was the, was was the previous one. Yeah. And Paul stumbled into it yeah. and caught. Yeah. Caught its ability to be the transmitter or yeah. antenna or whatever. Whatever it is. it is, yeah. But now that Paul is dying, yeah. the cult doesn't want to wait another 500 years for the next exactly. antenna to be revealed. Yeah. So they tried to make the next prophet. <laughs> she says James's brain is really starting to itch now, isn't it? Yeah, that's cool. And I was like, oh. I love it. That phrase as well, yeah. brain itch. Yeah. You're like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. 
because it, it it's invocative as well because you can imagine what it's like but you can also imagine like having an itch that you can't scratch yeah that yeah. annoying that annoying to the point where you get a headache it's the same as like was it the water torture oh yeah it's that like sort the of water the, torture, the, 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 the where they just lay you down and they just drip a, uh, a drop of water every couple of seconds on like the center of your forehead yeah you think oh you know Fuck it, what's fine, that yeah. gonna do exactly Give it an hour, you'd go insane. Yeah, it would be so annoying, and you couldn't. Oh. Yeah, you could. It's the you same thing. You can't go like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. couldn't stop it. Yeah, and it's just this annoying dribble. Yeah, imagine that, yeah. but it's inside your brain. Ages. And it's just a thought. Yeah, and it's a thought that won't go away. Yeah. And that's oh, it that's really good. it's such an invocative, and you get all of this just from brain itch. Yeah. <laughs> and you just go, oh, oh, that's awful. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, she tells him to give in to the itch. Yeah. Amanda knows all the details of James's life. She's yeah. like, she's like, so where were you born? And then she answers for him. Yeah. What school did you go to? Yeah. It's this one. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Amanda and the cultists made James. James is the thought form. James is the tulpa. How insane. I think that's awesome. I th- Like, it's so good but also like james was just like so like huh like what yeah i didn't know you know like it's it's cool it's really good yeah it really blew my mind yeah i was like what the uh, what yeah Yeah. okay yeah thought plus concentration plus time equals flesh james is the empty man (laughs) that's so cool (laughs) and it's such a and now the name means something different yeah the empty man. Yeah. It's a man with no past. Yeah. No family. Exactly. Because he is made of thought. Yeah. Oh. Also, that's so sad. Like, that's so... It's really sad. Yeah. Um, they tried it once before, but it didn't work, apparently. Yeah. What they were missing was fear and loss. So when they made James, they gave him tragedy. That's so horrible. I know, right? So they gave, they needed to give him tragedy to make him real. <sighs> because people aren't happy. Yeah. People don't live happy lives. Oh my God. How fucking real is that? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the more you think about it, you're like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing you do is of your control. You cannot make your own choices. You're not your own man. You're our man. Oh my God. God is what she says. That's cool. Because she like she corners him and he's like yeah. up against the glass yeah. and that's what she says to yeah. him. And you're like, oh wow, that's that's creepy. a lot of power as well. Yeah, she was a younger girl, like yeah, 18 she's years eighteen old. years old. Yeah, and she's intimidating this like 45, 50 year old exactly. man <sighs> by telling him you're not real. You ain't real. that little itch in your brain. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, that's insane. She tells him to just let go. We see James walk into the group before. Yep. That big sort of warehouse area where all those people were muttering and blowing yep. into a bottle. Yeah. And I wrote down what they were muttering this yep. time. Yeah. From the dreams comes the power. From the power comes a bridge. From the bridge comes a man. Oh, my God. And they just repeat that over and over again. Holy shit. So, the empty man blowing in a bottle on an empty bridge... Is James. Is James. Because from the bridge comes a man. Holy shit, that's cool. So it ties into the urban legend as well. Yeah. 
from the dreams comes the power. Our concentration makes the flesh. From the power comes a bridge. We make the connection between the thought realm and our realm. The bridge. That's messed up. And from the bridge comes the man. That's messed up. And then it repeats. That's messed up. It's that really me, like, interesting. That makes me so... This movie's very weird. It's very weird. It's very intellectual as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, the more you think about it, the more you really layers have, like, it You has. had to sit down and, like, really, like, think about it as well. Yeah, like, and when I finished the movie, like, I just took ten minutes to just sit there and go, like... Hold on. What? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the group stops when they hear James's footsteps. This is our James, who's carrying his own red file, walking yes. yeah. on the same level as them. Yeah. And he looks up to see himself on the yes. railing above, looking yeah. down at them, because that's where he was before. Exactly. And the group says, you know, if anyone is here, make themselves known. Yeah. And you realize they were talking to, to him. To, to him. To, to, to James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he then turns around to see the concrete room with a single chair. Yeah. He looks up to see the skeletal figure. Yeah. The one that Paul had seen in the cave. Yeah. And a shadow moves up the wall behind it, reaching out for him. Yeah. It then bursts through the wall, and it's the black hooded figure who chases him. Yeah. And James runs. Yeah. The lights shut off as he makes a final stand. He, like, gets his gun out. The figure moves towards him, cracking the walls and peeling the wallpaper Mm. as he moves. Very interesting. Um, James's gun fails to fire, and he falls back. Mm -hmm. It crawls on top of him. Peels back the veil of its robe, where a sort of giant tendril thing like emerges from the back of its head. Yeah. It peels open its mouth. It's like it's got little hands or something inside its mouth, yeah. which pull open its lips. Yeah. And then it vomits this into James. This is something that made me very much like, I'm done with this now. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I really didn't like it. This, yeah. I like- to me, I was like... Because I think the reason why is because it was, it was, there was a lot of CGI, but yeah. it was very tacky CGI. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not into it. Was, and I was trying to figure out, what is the black figure then? Yeah. Because it wasn't the skeleton guy. No, because we think that's probably the last antenna. Yeah. So, an alien? And it's not the empty man, because James is the empty man. Exactly. So it could the only be... Thing, the only thing I thought it could be is, is this the ancient's... Of what? Of, of the, the first one. The, of the nullosphere or yeah. whatever. You know, yeah. they said ancient beings that they connect through, for, through yeah. thought. Yeah. Is this them? Yeah. And it crawling inside James, because it vomits on him, and then eventually its entire body like body like goes inside James. Yeah. And I was like, is this it sort of making the connection between the thought realm and... Human. And the reality. Yeah. And it's, you know, it exists only in thought. Yeah. So only the people who know about it can see it. Yeah. And then when it crawls inside James to make him the antenna, yeah. it's like connecting the two worlds. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Whereas, like, I get I get the idea, but I didn't like the idea. I no. Was, I just, I thought it was very... I liked it a lot. <sighs> but then you'd have to explain what the black hooded figure was. Yeah. But yeah, no, I completely get what you mean. Yeah. Um, so the entire figure disappears into James. He stands and escapes the Institute. He runs in the rain thinking about his life. We see the funeral of Nora's husband. Yep. As the people sort of cry. James arrives home. Um, but 
has to break in. Yes. He has to break into his own house, and the entire house is empty. Yep. No furniture, nothing. There's no furniture, there's no, yeah, none of his things are there, none of his family photos or anything like that. Yeah. And we get the whispered, where were you again? Yeah. Um, he was having an affair when Nora and, sorry, he was having an affair with Nora yeah. when his family died. Yeah. Uh, we see the affair as his family drives off off a bridge yeah. in an accident. Yeah. James reaches the lit door of his hallway in his house yep. where he finds the coma man, Paul. Yep. He raises his gun and shoots him through the head. Yep. The not, hosp- just, not just once, a couple of times. A couple of times. Yeah. Blood splatter up the wall. Yeah. I liked this sounds like I liked the uh, the, the the image of that. Yes. It reminded me of that sort of painting the possessed one did yeah. on the wall. Yeah. It reminded me of that. Yeah. It was very interesting yeah. and very visceral as well because, yeah. they again, they did that thing where they pull most of the sound out. Yes. So the gunshots have more impact. Yes. Yeah. And it's very, very good. I do yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Paul is shot through the head and the hospital staff all stand to attention. Yes. They all fall to their knees in unison yeah. and bow to James, yeah. the new antenna. <laughs> Final shot of James as the camera shakes. And credits start to roll. Yep. That is the end of our movie. So, first question is, how much of what we saw was real? Or was none of it real? Because... <laughs> I liked the first 20 minutes of this film. That's all, that, honestly, that's all I could say. I, I, Yeah, the opening vignette, amazing. Gorgeous. Yeah. Parts of the rest of the movie, loved it. Yeah. There's so many things I had questions but no answers to, yeah. but not in a fun way. Yeah. Like, why were the teenagers killed? Yeah. What purpose does that serve? And why were five of them hung and the other one wasn't? Yeah. Why weren't they all just hung? That sounds horrible. But and so the empty man made me do it. Does that mean James made them do it? Exactly. But then but that's never explained why or how. How did how they meet? Or... Did they meet beforehand? Yes. So it just felt like it was two different movies yeah. happening at the same time. Yeah. One about a cultist group and making a thought form. Yeah. And one about this urban legend, the empty man. Yeah. So I, I got a bit of confusion, yeah. I guess, yeah. would be the, the the word, where I'm like, I don't know... What's what? What's what, but not in a fun way. It's yeah. not like I'm left with a mystery. Yeah. You're I'm sat there like, going like... This could have been two different movies. Yeah. I yeah. could have had an urban legend movie about the empty man, this yeah. black cloaked figure that yeah. kills you in three days. Yeah. And also had this detective story exactly. about a guy who realizes he's not real exactly which could have also been a fascinating film yeah. it's weird so yeah. give me your rundown for this movie what did you think as far as like the script the acting the concept etc give me your rundown um i liked again like i said i liked the first 20 minutes and i think the reason was because i liked that kind of story it mm. did follow on but it kind of drifted off for me. And the reason why is because of the black shadowed figure. Yes. I thought that was way too much CGI. Mm. Not saying I didn't like it. I just thought it was too much. When it got to the bit where he was vomiting in his mouth, that was just like, ugh. That was it. That was crap for me. Yeah, I liked it more as an imposing figure as opposed to, like, uh, something that assaults you. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked it as, like, you see flashes of it, yeah. or it's standing in the blizzard of the snow. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I did again. I liked bits of the after the twenty minutes <laughs> again, but like Same. very slight bits, so like five ten minutes of it. 
and then it'll go back into like just the same old and there was so much like unexplained like bits yeah you're just a bit like "Mm, what's what's happening what's going on yeah a little bit of explanation as to like how they created james would have probably helped a lot yeah I can understand that, you know, it was thought, yeah. the power of thought, and I'm like, yeah, but okay, but now we have all these threads that don't really connect to anything, yeah. like, why was there once a man named James who lived in that house? Exactly. Why, how much of his interactions with Nora were real? Exactly. Why does she not know who Amanda is when Amanda is her daughter? Like, yeah, it was weird. Mm. Yeah. The acting, I thought, was pretty good all around. Yeah? Yeah, pretty okay. good. Uh, okay. I, I didn't have any problems with anyone. Yeah. There was no, like, none of it was shit. Yes. But none of it stood out to me. No, there was no, like, amazing yeah. acting. Yeah. Um, except for that opening vignette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. It's almost like they should have made this whole movie in the Himalayas. Yeah. It would have been a really interesting exactly, movie. Exactly, yeah. You could yeah. even, oh, yeah, it could have been so good. Like, yeah. what if then other hikers or Tibetan monks exactly. found Paul? Exactly. Because then it could have carried on to like another story. Then it could have carried on to another story. So it could have been two, three, four. Do you you, like? Yeah. No, I completely get what you mean. It could have spread like a virus. Yeah. Exactly. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. So, what would your personal rating for this movie be? One being awful, ten being amazing. Where would you scale this for yourself? Probably about a four. A four? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I put it about a six because I did like what they were aiming for. Yeah. I really liked what they were trying to do. Yeah. I just feel like they missed it. Yeah. There's, I can imagine this movie getting a good cult following though. Oh, definitely. Like in 10 years, people will be talking about this movie being like, oh, did you see that movie? You know, The Empty Man is yeah. that really bizarre movie yeah. with this, this and this and, and this. And that's this. probably the reason why people would want to know about it because it is a very bizarre movie. Yes. And it's doing a lot. Yeah. And it just feels like because it's a two and a half hour movie as well. So fucking long for what it was, though. Like, yeah. they could have shortened it. it again, it feels like two movies. Yeah. This, uh, But even if it wasn't, it felt like they could have cut bits and explained other bits. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Like, cut this, take that away, don't need it, explain what this is or how this works. Yeah. Just to solidify what they're what aiming the for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, we like to give credit where credit's due. Is there a particular actor or character that you'd like to give props to in this movie? Probably Davina. Davina, is that her name? Uh, Davara? Davara, sorry. Davara. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason why is because she was very... To me, she was quite captivating. Mm. Because she was very, very serious. And she was yes. very much like, this is what's happened. This is what I've been told. And she did a lot with a, with very the, little very, as well. Yeah, the small bits that she had, yeah. That little... I, I always think about... When you talk about Davara, I think about that moment where she looked out the side window of the car yeah. and saw the black figure. Yeah. Because... That's one of my favourite bits. She didn't let James know that she was terrified. Yeah. But you could see in her eyes. Yeah. But there was also a sense of acceptance. Yeah, exactly. Like She knows is, it's going to happen. Yeah. She knows something's going to happen. Yeah. It's almost like she knew what happened to her friends. Yeah. And knew that she was next. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I wanted to give props to um, Aaron Poole, who, play, who played young Paul. Young Paul. Paul in the Himalayas. Oh, got it. Okay, so not, cool. not, not coma Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Paul yeah. in the opening vignette. vignette. Yeah, that was good. It was fascinating. Yeah, it was good. Really, really fascinating. Yeah. 
Especially that sort of blank staring into the like yeah, chain bridge. Yeah, he did it for a while. Even I'm like, I need to blink at some point. <laughs> and that little when he just blows into the little flute thing yeah. at the end. Oh, it was so yeah. The opening vignette of this movie is good. Just phenomenal. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was good. Well, I think that concludes the Empty Man 2020. Thank you so much for joining me, Eve. I hope you had a good time. Okay, thank you so much for inviting me. Honestly, do it again. It'll be oh, fun. yeah, absolutely. When, when this episode comes out, I'll probably message you again. Please. I'll be like, Come to another movie. <laughs> Please. I will. I would say I love it. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening. That was The Empty Man 2020 with Eve. <laughs> and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks again to our guests. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite. <laughs>